0: Still going over it.
1: Well, if we're passing it, as an 18 in these
2: more carts.
0: The decapitation?
2: Nope. No, the decapitation is ridiculous. It's the, uh, it's the eye gouging. It's too, it's too realistic. Plus, I was trying to see who dragged her away. Does it matter?
1: Oh, it would be nice if it had some clear retribution. I appreciate afterwards. you
0: analysing this with such precision, Enid, but perhaps someone got out of the cautious side of bed this morning? Oh, I'm just doing my job. You're missing the intellectual layer, oh, my come head. on, we the both heightened are. references take the edge off the more realistic violence. See, it less as an eye-gouging, more part of a grand tradition. It's no worse than the Cyclops in Homer. It's Gloucester in Lear. It's un chien andalou.
2: salvaged the tug of war with the intestines. I've kept in most of the screwdriver stuff, and I have only trimmed the tiniest bit of the end of the genitals. But something should be left to the imagination.
1: You're listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast.
0: It is episode 250. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today we kick off our summer slayoffs, but we get censored in the process. Boo! Boo! <laughs> in. Miss
2: video, if you're nasty. Ooh, ooh. My name's...
0: Mm. My name ain't Michael. Let's... Miss Heckman if you're nasty,
2: Miss mm, Heckman <laughs> I am nasty. Speaking of nasty, mm. I'm I'm very distracted by a sleeve. Oh, I was distracted Ooh. by a sleeveless Nick Cage. Oh,
0: is there a better Nick Cage? Ooh. What about what about right? a fake fake tatted up Joaquin Phoenix? What the fuck? <laughs> He's wearing a belly shirt. <laughs> what a joker!
2: <laughs> ah, get it? Yeah, because of the movie that he was in.
0: You know what else is a joke?
2: Uh, signs. Yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah. other movie that he was in. Yeah. <laughs>
0: What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm James. And uh, hey, we're back after after two whole weeks. Two weeks. Oof. We
2: needed uh, we needed to regroup a little we bit. We needed
0: a palate cleanser of nothingness for, of, for about a week. Speaking of a palate cleanser. Oh hey, cheers. A little now old forester. Uh, hey, cheers a little cheersy. Cheers back to uh, after a two week break there. Yeah, I only gotta be up in five hours. It's fine. You're fine, man. <laughs> oh mm. yum. So yeah, we were gone last week. Uh, that was not intentional. No. And uh, I said on my little clippy-do that I put up online on our uh, Instagram, if you're following us, and if you're not following us, the fuck is wrong with you? Oh. Right?
2: Well, if you're not following us, you'd probably not listen to this either. That's, so. that's
0: true. That's actually very true. Um, yeah, so not intentional. We actually recorded uh, about 75% of an episode last week. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, though, we were plagued with some some inadequacies last week. Uh First off, being
2: mostly me, mostly you. Uh, so,
0: we had Tank on the show. We actually yeah, had our Tank was, Tank, Tank was back for the first time in a long time. Tank, uh, part of the Galaxy of Bureaus podcast, of he's been on uh, multiple times on the show before. Also, also
2: helped me uh, co host a couple times while you were gone getting your your nose job. That he did. That mm-hmm.
0: he did. Well, Tank's got a little one, a couple little ones at home. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. he was uh, re- he was recording with us remotely, and there was we noticed at the beginning of the episode there was a bit of a delay, and I already knew from the very get go that it was a going to be really fucking annoying to edit it was gonna yeah it was gonna be rough and uh but we were gonna go with it anyway like we were, we were gonna make it work and everything was going fine and then here's the big problem so we last week was supposed to be the second annual summer slayoffs. the second annual in f- three years in three years because the <laughs> so tri triannual. it was the olympics this year Right, which means it's summer slayoff time. That's, that is, that's how that works. That's
2: absolutely right.
0: The problem was this. We both went back and re-listened to the, to the slayoffs four years ago when we did it. Three years ago. Three, no, it was four years ago. You do include the, the first year there, James. Oh, do you, Yes. Yes, you do. I don't think so. <laughs> yes, you do. doesn't matter. We went back and we re-listened to the first one we did. We both came away with the exact same feeling about it. We're like, man, that was really boring was, to listen to It was dull it was super boring, yeah, and we realized it was a cool it was a fun idea it was a fun idea, so like we, once you get past the first round, it's like yeah we so we ended up so we ended up going sort of late last week, and tank ended up having to bow out because he's got kids, he's got work in the morning, mm-hmm, whatever, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it wasn't a big deal, but as like as we're getting back into it, I look at James and I was like, this is we're running into the same problem that we did last time yeah. where it's just kind of monotonous, like it's just the same thing over and over, like round after round after round, right? But we don't want to like get rid of anything because that's kind of the fun of it. So we decided to scrap the episode, which so, is a super rarity for so us. So we're back tonight
2: to do the exact same thing again.
0: You're fucking welcome.
2: <laughs> uh, no,
0: we've, we've tweaked the format. Oh. 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 Oh, I love a good format tweak. It's it's. it's oh. we pre- it was like the nipples of the world, and we tweaked them oh, ooh. just a little bit <laughs> to where it'll feel good for everybody. Uh, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But James, yeah, outside of that,
2: the world's nipples could cut glass <laughs> oh, right now. Oh, because that's these, like Shakespeare. Because of these minor <laughs> tweaks.
1: Ooh, you know ooh, I've always don't thought tweak minors. I've always thought don't that... tweak minors. I've James. always thought that me and Bill
2: Shakespeare were kindred spirits. So. No? Uh, you know, maybe there's something to that. Maybe. Also, that old Forester hit me real fast. <laughs> it, it's good. I, I have not, it.
0: I have not finished. well, it's also 100 proof. Mm. So that probably doesn't help.
2: There you go. <laughs> I've also been drunk for four days straight. Uh, it's not how I typically live my life, but this is. Usually. This is a big weekend for me. Yeah, why
0: don't you, why don't you tell the good people that uh, don't really mm. care what
2: you did? Oh yeah, they don't care. So I'll, <laughs> I'll keep, I'll keep it brief. Um, uh, much like Mike's, actually, you're probably not wearing underwear right now. Uh.
0: I am. Oh, you are. I am under the lounge kilt. I am for um, your benefit. Trust me, um, not mine. It's for yours.
2: That's disappointing on several different levels.
0: So, so, I don't know what you want from me.
2: You've let down our listeners. You've let me down. <laughs> let um, down the
0: entire mm. Scottish culture. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a that's a that's a really big. Uh, I told
2: you I saw that t-shirt when we were in Frankenmuth, and it said, "If you're wearing underwear under if you're wearing underwear underneath, it's just a skirt." <laughs>
0: it's true. <laughs> that's. It's so, true.
2: So you're currently sitting Wait, in a lounge skirt.
0: So, does that mean that any woman that wears a skirt without underwear, a she's kilt. wearing a kilt? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That makes it so much hotter. Mm. Damn.
2: Damn. I knew Damn. A, I knew, a,
0: <laughs>
2: knew a lot of girls in high school wore kilts to school.
0: <laughs> in high school? What? Jesus
2: Christ. Yeah. Man. It was. I, I grew up in Bad X.
0: Yeah, I should have gone to school up there. Apparently, yeah, it's Cause, nasty Because you know when you're of, because when you're of the same age, it's perfectly fine. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's gloss over this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Friday I went up to Bad X because we had uh, we had the our annual golf invitational, the Mangina Invitational uh-huh. this this year, our twelfth annual, 12. twelve years strong, twelve years strong. Uh. So went up Friday. Hung out with uh, hung out with uh, all the, the boys the because they were doing their final uh final fantasy draft there uh they're, it would be so much cooler their if it was football? a football It'd be so much cooler if it was a final fantasy draft they were doing their fantasy football draft, so me and Verno hung out, had some beers, had some pizza went back to my folks' house, hung out woke had up some sex with each other. <laughs> <laughs> me and Greg ended up. So, uh, <laughs> That's a good transition. That's great. So, me and me and Greg ended up. I mean, you know, we got a little sauced up and then we ended up going down to the uh um so his there's a the soccer complex is named after his dad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we went we went down to Dave DeCorval Soccer Complex. Shout out Dave DeCorval. So, shout out to Dave DeCorval, Big Dave, RIP, miss you, bud. Um and we just sat there, hung out, drank a couple beers, ate a bunch of peanuts. He spilled almost an entire can of peanuts in my car, which was nice. And uh, then the next day, got
0: up, golfed. Not the first time you spilled some nut in that car. <laughs> just saying.
2: <laughs> in that car, yes, it is. <laughs> but it wouldn't be the last time this weekend.
0: Oh, oh! <laughs> Did you let me drive it to a show? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a
2: bitch! um yeah so then we golfed the next day had a good time uh came home yesterday today i came home how'd you golf uh that's the important part actually really well so i no one cares okay <laughs> i was using i was using um everybody makes fun of me because i use w- actual wood woods and like wood drivers you know yeah yep. and my dad had one from you remember his buddy big e eric who passed away i, not I long know ago? i know the name so he gave me a Big E's driver, which was like mostly unused, and I was smacking the shit out of it. And I was like,
0: "Wait, you are smacking the shit out of Big E's wood? Yeah, and driving it? You got it right. Yep. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're you're driving on the balls. Sa- right? Yeah,
2: we're on the same page. And so, so I was, yeah, I was actually, I was actually hitting really well. Um, <laughs> Came home today. I made a, a pretty decent amount of money simply by pushing uh, uh, the space bar on a computer. Thanks to you. Yeah. yeah you're and, you're also, and also thanks to J. Raj. You're welcome. I pretended to be a DJ at Mike's hey, work. You
0: you custom curated <laughs> I feel, the entire yeah, playlist. I feel so like you I, were you you DJ. Yeah. I feel
2: like I cultivated sort of a vibe that it, it kept the party going. You deed that J. I did. You did. I jade that D. Jade that D. <laughs> I'm so. Can you see me sweating right now? No. I'm hot. It's hot as balls in here. I need a lounge kilt to wear over here. It's not that hot. Uh, Yeah. So, anyway, (laughs) that was my weekend. What have you been up to?
0: Oh, you know, uh, I was at the same place you were today. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. You made more money than me, but probably had way less fun.
0: Uh yeah, uh, yeah. actually,
2: for the most part, you were just hanging out with me. But you, you were also there two hours before me, running your running your ass off.
0: Time and a half on hopefully a five grand a year raise next time. So oh. hopefully, so hopefully that pans out well for me. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Very mean, nice, it's still man. it's a five grand raise at a shit job, but you know whatever. Um. <laughs> They're just doing whatever they can to keep you. It's they're worried. They're, it's literally what they're <laughs> you doing. You keep yeah. talking about going somewhere else, and they're like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. No, this week has been, um, speak this, this beak. This beak. That's that's where I'm at this week. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's been a week. Um, looking at houses, mm. trying to move. Me and the lady are nice, in for man. a place.
2: Can I tell you something? Can I, I
0: request something? Isn't Berkeley? Oh, no. You know what? I'm thinking of New Baltimore. Where's well, Berkeley? No, Berkeley's next to Roy Loke. Oh, that's not so bad. 30 miles from my work one way though. That's yeah, that, that, is that bad. wasn't gonna work. We found the perfect house out there. Two bedrooms, two living rooms, finished basement. That's excessive. Yeah. Two but it's perfect. because if you have, have all of this have, shit, any space two, for all two this two living shit, rooms plus
2: an, a finished basement.
0: Yeah. yeah that's, that's awesome. That's excessive. That's great. Um, but yeah, I mean, sixty mile a, round a, trip on my lease, not gonna work on my no, car. No, no, no. I'd be I'd be paying out the ass. No. So unfortunately that didn't work. But we got until uh January technically. Okay. So, that's uh. So we'll find something. Have you guys been looking? Oh yeah, we've been looking everywhere. In Fraser, dude, the housing market fucking sucks, sucks And there's sucks. nothing. It's the worst. And we're looking to rent. Time. We're looking to rent, not yeah. to buy. So, uh Which is putting a damper on things. Sure. Uh, for the next, just for the next couple of years, you know. But um, you know, whatever. We'll figure. We'll figure it out, though. We got time. But uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, my week's just been a lot of uh, house hunting and working and you know. I feel like I'm forget. Oh, we went to two concerts. Oh. I went to I went to two concerts. Yeah, how did we forget that? I don't know. We, well, we... it's because it's two weeks. It's, exactly. It's, it's tough when it's two weeks worth it's of true. stuff. We went and saw, sort of on accident, sort of on purpose, the Almighty Guns and Roses, baby.
2: Bucket list,
0: dude. A not Buckethead bucket though. Buckethead was not back there. Not with
2: Buckethead. <laughs> Thank God. No, no, Slash was back. Oh, Thank yeah. God. Not that Sl- I don't. Slash and a potato.
0: <laughs> slash and bash or slash, slash and, and gash. gash.
2: To Gash's credit. <laughs> Uh, who is actually Richard Fortas. He's an amazing guitar player. Yeah. He just looks like a
0: potato. <laughs> looks like a potato, yeah. An ugly potato. <laughs> like one that's been in the back of your fridge for like five months. And you yeah, pull it like, out.
2: A, like there's like some weird, there's like extra eyes growing yeah, out. It. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like Maybe a few few of those like little viney things yep, that are yep. growing <laughs> out. And you peel it back and you go, is it green underneath? Oh, I can still eat this. Like, this looks
0: worse than a guy <laughs> five days in a funeral home. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, they were great. They they started off a little Rocky. Little I'm Rocky. Lie, I'm not gonna lie. Little Rocky. Uh Axel Rose, no longer <clears throat> Fatzel Rose. He's actually in really good shape again. Super uh, good shape. Uh, Listen, I mean for like for being close to 60. Yeah, okay, yeah. He's in as good a shape as he's gonna be in. Uh but dude, but put him next to Duff McKagan? Duff McKagan's like anaerosite. He's a
2: he's a freak <laughs> of nature. Well, no, it's he just is, he no, is. he's like he's super into like yoga and clean living. And I'm pretty sure him and his super hot wife bang like Ooh, 12 tantric hours a day. Sex, like yeah. yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. why do you think Sting looks That's so good? That's true. That's true. Duff's like, yeah, I'm getting on I'm getting on that Tantric sex train. In your life.
0: You they seem should, to have it all. They should they should start a super group oh. Sting Duff. Duff Sting. Enough <laughs> Duff Sting. <laughs> crop
2: <laughs> Duff Sting. Oh, they can they can invite the potato.
0: <laughs> and they could be Crop Duff Sting. <laughs> Duff Sting, <laughs> amazing. Uh, oh, man. But yeah, no. But they were really good. Though. They played for three fucking hours.
2: That's what's incredible. Three plus hours. That's actually. what's incredible because back like, like uh, when they tried to do a, a revival, mm-hmm. what was it? Maybe fifteen years ago. Yeah, and it and, wasn't the original. Axel just like yeah. wasn't showing up to shows, or he, they'd come out on stage three hours late. Yeah, and he was Axl,
0: at the time. Axel basically <clears throat> was living the life that Vince Neil's living right now. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. Because Vince, because really? Vince Neil is a goddamn train wreck. Guy can't. He had won his first show back. He walked off stage in the middle of the set, saying, "Sorry, guys, I, I'm done." And he is just he, walked off stage. He,
2: okay, if he just doesn't have it in him.
0: Well, he's huge and fat, and he doesn't say words anymore. Like, <laughs> like, come on! You, instead of kickstart my heart, it's Kirkstart my It's Kingston Maha. Kingston Maha. Yeah, King like, like he doesn't even say words anymore. He just like
2: says <laughs> says sounds. It's one of my favorite videos on YouTube He's, currently. He says He
0: says sounds and is shapes. That that's what he is now. Is that how shapes and shapes and <laughs> colors got there? No, maybe no, no. no. Um, but then also, uh, in addition to that, uh, my lovely girlfriend for my birthday, she bought me tickets to the Hella Mega Tour, oh. which was hella Mega awesome. Which was uh, Green Day, Fall Out Boy, Weezer, and the Interrupters. Which we did not see the interrupters. Oh, I
2: didn't know that there was a fourth. Yeah, they, Are they, they were the local? opening.
0: No, they were no, no, not at all. They're oh. they're um they were the opening band. We they were playing as we walked in. They're like um they kind of sound like they're female fronted and they kind of have like a ska vibe to them a little bit, like No Doubt, like an early No Doubt vibe. Okay. Um, they were good from what we heard, but we missed their set. But uh, Weezer uh, played first, which is where they rightfully should have been. I don't care what you guys say. They are the perfect summer band. Beach balls flying everywhere, sun overhead. Like they're the perfect summer band. Um, and then uh, follow Out Boy... Uh, good news. Patrick Stump is also fat again, so he's (laughs) better.
2: not as fat as he used to be, though.
0: Not as fat as he, he, he's as fat as he was when they first started. He's like my size. When they first started, though. He's back to that way. He's like my size, isn't he? Yeah, he got down to like pop star skinny. Pop star skinny. There we go. Well. And it was, and and, and he
2: sucked and it it wasn't good. That was a test, and I'm glad (laughs) both of us just failed, because I said he's my size, and you basically agreed, which means you think I'm fat.
0: Well, of course I do. <laughs> no, he um, he fattened up though. Like he definitely got way skinny. So he's back You're to dead, where he he's back to where he was when they when they first got. He's kind of a little tiny guy too, isn't he? Yeah, he's pretty short. Yeah, but but like in their later <clears throat> in their later years though, like when uh, like. Uh, Infinity on High, I think, came out. Maybe it was I a little past I that. Don't no yeah, you, albums, hey, I don't know any albums. I don't like Fall The point Boy. is, he got real big, though. Like, oh, blo- yeah. He ballooned, yeah. So he, used... he ballooned up for a while. Yeah. So he's back to looking
2: healthy, though. He used he's to not do like, too little...
0: skinny. He used to do that little waddle thing on and stage, which I always thought was funny. The reason that I bring his weight up, though, is because it absolutely changes the way he sings. Oh, does it? And Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. There's, there's more power behind his voice again. Like He sounds like the Patrick Stump of... 10 years 10-15 years ago that's why meatloaf is so good Or exactly you know it's all the meatloaf <laughs> it's all the meatloaf <laughs> um, and then Green Day of course is one of the most incredible bands to mm. ever do it there's a reason they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of even Fame even if you don't like incredible. even if you're not a
2: Green Day fan seeing them live is oh, an experience God. because of how well they uh, Dude, the, the, dominate the stage between, work between the between all the
0: bands the pyro and the fireworks and the the cannon blasts and the light show and, and the being <clears> around 50,000 people again oh boy Whoo. Yeah, yeah kind of weird, huh? Not really. We sunk no. right back into it. And I wasn't worried about it. It's like it's just good to be back. Yeah. I trust the science. I feel like I'll be okay. See, I I feel uh
2: I, I feel a little bit ripped off cuz when we went to see Guns and Roses, all we got was fake pyro on the screen that was yeah, behind them. Yeah, it's true. I'm like, what is this shit? And then you send us a bunch of Snapchats from the show <laughs> that, a couple days later and I was like, this fireworks, this real fireworks. What is going on here? Mm-hmm. I was I felt so ripped off. But, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, that's pretty much what we've had going on. Yeah. So yeah. you uh, want to get into some corrections from the last I, two weeks? I guess so. All right. All right. This might take a while.
1: Stupid! You're so stupid!
0: Get it, girl. Get it. <laughs> uh, we're watching 8mm right now, the classic Nick Cage snuff film, Um it, well, that sounds actually way more sexy than it actually is, uh, but there's a reason for it, and we'll get into that later. But, uh, yeah, I actually don't have that many corrections. Uh, from two weeks ago, <laughs> deja vu, because we've already done this, uh, Ja Rule was, in fact, in The Fast and the Furious.
2: Oh, and then I'll say the same thing that I said last week that will never air.
0: Oh, so I was right. Yeah, you were right. Yeah. Um, also, uh, we we're talking with Takashi six nine last week, oh, no. and we didn't know if uh, if he had uh, if he was still in prison or not. He is in fact out of prison. You were correct again, and it's because <laughs> I was afraid of COVID and I have asthma. I have asthma. Um, Dog. Here's what I didn't realize though: what? that motherfucker got out of jail on. He should be in jail for fucking ever, bro. For fucking ever, bro. Pleaded guilty to felony count of uh, use of a child in a sexual performance. I don't care if it was just on stage or whatever. Don't give a shit. Don't fucking care. Go to hell. Um, Four year. He got four year probation and a thousand hours community service order for that. That's it. And I'm pretty sure he has a daughter or something. Yeah. So like. Um, God, what a piece of shit. Yeah, dude, uh, he committed, uh, pled guilty to nine charges, including conspiracy to commit murder and armed robbery in 2019. Why is this guy walking free? Not only that. Fuck that. Not only that, we give him
2: Grammys. Wait, he won a Grammy? I'm pretty sure. Like, we we give him awards. For- yeah,
0: well, I know that he had, like, a number one hit after he was released from... Fucking yeah. pri- it's yeah. fucking stupid. I don't yeah. even give a those shit. Are the, those, that guy. those are the
2: kind of people that we celebrate yeah. in our he's, country. He it's served fucking... two
0: years in prison. Now he's out. Fuck him. Yikes, uh, dude. You know what? <clears throat> Screw off. That's all I got. Those uh, are the only corrections. Unless you had something else. Uh, I could
2: talk about why sharks have two dicks, but I won't. Yeah, unless you want me to. For menage
0: right?
2: They're not dicks, actually. menage they're, they're called claspers, and that really bums me out.
0: Clasper, the friendly oh. dick. The it's... friendliest dick you'll meet. Ooh, what's up, girl? (laughs) 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 Everything about
2: the last twenty seconds was inappropriate. Um, Yep. Yeah, uh, they're called claspers, which is a bummer of a name. It really grosses me out. It sounds like something a seal would do. (laughs) And the (laughs) (laughs) and the reason they have two is simply because the um, the uh, uh, pectoral fins or whatever the the fins on the underneath Mm -hmm. the posterior posterior fins or whatever they are. Yep. Uh, those are. There's two of those, oh, and there, there's a clasper underneath, each, underneath each fin. Uh, so, fin.
0: Because, so, could a male shark technically be doing two females at once? From what
2: I understand, he will. I I see. I was I was well read on this last week, and then I forgot most of the information. Okay. I okay. don't think so, though. Okay, that's I fair. think he like uses one to kind of hold, like once, for and show. then one is, and then it opens like once. Wait, it, does it have a hand on it? Well, once it well, <laughs> it's why that's why they call them claspers. And then once it goes in, it opens like an umbrella.
0: Oh God, it's the shark of anguish. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
2: Isn't that awful?
0: Oh, it is. It's Sharks.
2: A... And 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 uh, just for Where reason. What is
0: it with the animal kingdom having fucked up sex? Oh, dude. you yeah, ever seen dude. duck screw? Yeah, oh it's Whoa. so violent. Oh, oh so violent. Corkscrew.
2: So... Oh. Dude, if you want to see one of the best videos ever, so there's <laughs> there's this That's a weird transition. It's one of the dumbest animals in the entire world is uh it's it's a, it's this bird called a Cachocho or something like that. Okay, it's a it's a it's a flightless parrot basically, and it lives in the rainforest. And there's you know who Steve Fry is, right? Stephen Fry. Yeah. Stephen Fry used to have this like uh, this nature this uh, this this nature show where him and his buddy would travel around. They'd learn about nature and stuff. One of the funniest fucking videos I've ever seen is this dumbass bird crawls up on this dude's head. And thinks that he can mate with him. So <laughs> Stephen Fry's just sitting there. This looks right. Yep. Stephen Fry's just sitting there like interviewing him while this thing is humping the back of the guy's head. And it's slapping him in the face with its wings. And he's like, so um, so this bird is making love with the back of your head right now. How do you <laughs> feel about that? It's so... So funny, dude. Oh, I need to see that. Hilarious. This need um, to see it. Yeah, anyway, dumb birds, where were we at? Uh, uh drinks for the week. Drinks? Oh, that's drinks where, for the week. That's where okay. We're
0: at. Do you want to run over and get the I will. Yep. uh Okay. So you so... tell the people what we're drinking, what we're watching, and then we'll explain how we're doing the slay off this year. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, uh this week we are watching the movie or we watched the movie Sensor. We decided we'd go with just one movie for the week. Uh, a brand new one. So here's your here's your first warning. I'll do one more warning when we're in the tofu to let you know. Spoilers, heavy spoilers. Yeah. We're gonna talk about the entire movie. Uh, we're gonna spoil all of it. So yep. if you if you don't want to hear those, don't listen to this episode until after you
0: watch the movie. Mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend watching the movie. And uh, this movie's gonna be like Chinese food left out in the hot sun, spoiled. <laughs> but still good kind oh, delicious. of yeah, <laughs> like of course like, you, can, of course.
2: like you, you like you're willing to risk it <laughs> yeah yeah um, i mean
0: you don't you don't you don't let uh <clears throat> almond chicken and general towels go to waste no no, no 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 no
2: maybe a spring roll like Ooh. even if it starts to get a, a, like even, sort of a even weird if there's color shrimp in it
0: even if there's shrimp yeah in
2: it. and it starts to shrivel up a little bit it's oh, still good to go that's it's all my shrimp <laughs> then it's all
0: it's all cold
2: <laughs> uh so we're, we're talking about the movie sensor this yes. week brand new movie yes um and then to go with this film, I've are... been
0: wanting to try this company for at least a year now. So I'm so happy that I could finally do it. We
2: had a beer from this company a oh, few we weeks did. ago.
0: No, it wasn't a few weeks ago. We did well, have at least a couple it months ago. This, it wasn't this one though.
2: Oh, was it during? It, was it during Fourth of July when we watched um, Uncle Sam?
0: Might have been. I think it was. Might have been. Yeah. No. Doesn't matter. We'll so it it doesn't matter. We'll figure it doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. It definitely but, wasn't mm. this one, though. I don't think. No, no,
2: no. no. It wasn't. Uh, so this is from Twenty First Amendment Brewery. This is called Brew Free or Die. It's well, a- they're
0: actually all called Brew Free or Die. Oh, like, all, all of that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think oh, That's their slogan. Oh, that's
2: their slogan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Brew Free or Die. Blood Orange IPA, India Pale Ale, brewed with blood oranges with natural flavor. It's a seven percenter yeah. with seventy IBUs. <clears throat> Let's Never serve. can remember what that actually means. <laughs> um it's <laughs> the, 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 the label's really cool. It's Mount Rushmore, but uh Lincoln has broken free from Mount Rushmore and he's squeezing a giant blood you orange could say over he's America. Not,
0: you could say he's not linked in anymore to the rest of the mountain. You could say that. Yeah. I don't know yeah, why you yeah, would Yeah, but... yeah, you could. <laughs> he's also oh, he's <laughs> also on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I get it now. Um <laughs> uh, four hop varieties and seven blood oranges ago Oh, I get it Okay, maybe, hold on you
0: Gotta give me your best uh, <clears throat> Lincoln impression here What does is, what is Lincoln sound like? Okay. I don't know, like, like your standard white guy from like, the 1600s <laughs>
2: Would there be like a little bit of a, a British?
0: Yeah, probably a little
2: bit. Four hop varieties and seven blood oranges ago Our founders brought forth in this brewery A new beer conceived in Liberty and dedicated to the proposition that not all IPAs are created equal. Because sometimes real fruit just makes things more delicious.
0: Ah, Lincoln behind you. Oh, God. <laughs> I've seen that chair.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I've seen this blood. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. The blood is still there, huh? Oh, yeah. They never cleaned it up. Is it
0: brown now? Is it like dark it's brown? It's like black. It's like black, yeah. Oh, like it's like, so I mean, it's been stained for quite a while. That's so metal. Um, so if you put my bed sheets in a museum they'd be <laughs>
2: <laughs> they would glow in the dark oh, yeah, they, the they would light, def- yeah they would definitely be in a room with a black light <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so the reason that I chose this is because uh, the movie's all about censoring right censoring the video nasties back in the day yeah the, and uh, um,
2: the video nasties uh, stint
0: in the, eight, in, 80, in the 80s? over in Britain. It was, was the 70s 80s um, it was the seventies, yeah. Uh, British Parliament had banned, you know, the Vito nasties. Look it right. up. This is <clears throat> this isn't fucking school. Look it up. But um, no, but uh, first twenty first Amendment brew made me think of the First Amendment and freedom of speech, and how over here we didn't have to deal with that shit. Yeah. So this is this is a cheers. Hey uh, to America. Hey to freedom. To freedom. I'm sorry, I thought this was America. No censorship. Hmm. <laughs> oh, tasty. I love. Wow. Um, I love blood orange beers. I, I do. do too. I, I, I just love orange, blood oranges in in general. Well, I love orange in general. Like I think that the the flavor of oranges is like my favorite fruit flavor to be in something. Whether it be to be know, inside you. Whether it to be orange soda mm-hmm. is the best soda. Uh. Next to Werner's. It's okay, the, that's fine. <laughs> it's, I'll it's, accept that. It is the it is the <laughs> best. No, now if you go to one of those Coke machines where you can uh, do your own flavors, you do Verners with orange in it. I'm telling you, it will change your fucking life. Really? Change your life. I've never tried. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's incredible. Okay. Just I'm just I'm gonna take
2: there. your word for it until the next time I go to an Imagine Theater, yep, and then I yep, can try my own.
0: Um, but uh, but yeah, orange everything though, right? This
2: has like a this has it's not only orange, but it almost has sort of a. Like vanilla, kind of you. You taste that's something like that. That's why it's so good in Verner's, James.
0: It's got that creamy, uh, that creaminess to it. Yeah.
2: No, I'm talking about this. I
0: don't know. I'm just saying no, though they, they they're both the same.
2: Although this, I mean, if you mix this with Verner's, it'd be delicious. It'd probably taste pretty good. Yeah. Oh, uh, so, that's very uh, good. I like so it. Hey,
0: that's the movie we're talking about. That's the drink we're drinking. But before we get to your your part that you're saying, yep, we got some <coughs> slayoffs to do. So here's what we're doing. Oh, so we're doing this right now. We're doing this right now. Okay. So rather than give you the entire slayoffs in one episode, we're going to break it down into six bite-sized pieces. Yeah. So for the next 6 weeks, you know, these are the playoffs, the playoffs and the finals and the semifinals and the that backwards, but you know what I mean. That's yeah. That's what's going to happen. 6 weeks worth of slayoffs to eventually crown the winner for this this uh, rotation.
2: 20 24 teams
0: enter. 24 teams enter one leaves fucking slayoffs <laughs> that's we, the tagline actually we, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking slayoffs
2: dude and we do have the returning champion from last year. We do. The Predator. The Predator. Yep. He's so, uh.
0: The way this works is because 24 doesn't break down yeah, th- correctly.
2: 32 teams. That was another one of our mistakes was yep. 32 teams last year was way too many. Way too many. So uh, we're doing a 24 team bracket. So basically we have a round of 16 and then we have another round of 16 with eight players who had a buy in the first round.
0: Correct.
2: Um, um, so we'll should- be doing four matchups per episode for yes. the next five weeks, and then the last week will be um, three matchups. Shall
0: we give Shall we give the competitors away? F- for the whole thing? For the whole thing, right now. Um, we don't need to redo it every week. We'll just do it for the first time, right here, yeah, right okay, now. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. All right, so here's your competitors for the Slayoffs this year. Uh, you have the returning champ, Predator. Of course. Uh, you have Psycho Gorman. Now, you'll notice that all of these characters are are characters that featured on our show, Uh, In the time since the last layoffs. That was the criteria. Right. So that's it. Yeah. Okay. So we got the Predator. We got Psycho Gorman himself. We have the, uh, now I'm going to say this wrong, the Jotun. Jotun. The Jotun. Okay. From the Ritual. Right. Uh, Mr. Ash fucking Williams himself. Of course. Uh, Because this
2: year we did throw in some heroes. We did. We did. Because I realized I was wrong about that. Speaking
0: of heroes, we got Spawn. We got sort of an anti hero. We got Burt Gummer, baby. Fuck, oh, dude. We got Leatherface. Of course. We got the man from Hush. Mm-hmm. We got Jason Voorhees, who was not in the original Slayoffs, believe it or not. None yeah. of these characters are repeating, by the way, either. That was wow. also part of the criteria. Wow. Uh, we have one of the lions from Roar, which is which is which is my sleeper pick right it's there. It's a fun one. Yeah. That's my sleeper pick. Uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren, Milo from Bad Milo, stuntman Mike and Christine, uh, the Invisible Man. Carry. It,
2: sound, it sounded like you said stuntman Mike in Christine. No, no, no. stuntman Stun- Mike, Mike from Death well, Proof. He would be in Christine. He would be honest. in Christine. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, that actually does make sense. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be an interesting oh, team. Oh, see, this is why well, this is good. Nice. Uh, we got Cthulhu, mm. the Blob, mm-hmm. the Killbots from Chopping Mall. Nice. <laughs> Pennywise the Clown, Annabelle, the Gremlins, the
2: Crow. The whole, the whole like horde of Gremlins or. Like five of them, I'd say. Okay, we'll say five. Yeah, sounds.
0: Uh, the Crow and Sub Zero from, from uh, Mortal Kombat. So those are your competitors. Okay, yeah, those are your competitors for uh, for this round. For this, every four years it happens. These are the slayoffs. Okay. Um. So yeah. So when we get back into it, though, I'm gonna make a little jingle for this. Oh yeah, new
2: jingle alert. We had two weeks. We probably should have done that. I did. (gasps) Oh. Yes, you did. And and. We're, oh here it comes! Wow, nicely done, Michael. Thanks, James.
0: That sounds really, really good. I should make a note to myself. Yeah, you really Uh, should make make jingle. jingle. (laughs) Wait, make your note. Make
2: Justin make jingle.
0: Make Justin make jingle. (laughs) I got I got to see him to pay him for our uh, DJing today. Anyway, so (laughs) there you go.
2: (laughs) All right. um, Um. So anyway,
0: though. That's uh, that's the summer slayoffs. All right. Hey, James. Oh, man.
2: That's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. There it is. Let's get into the Bleed Feed. The Bleed
0: Feed. All right there, James. Yes. Yes, Michael. I've condensed the last two weeks' worth of news into one week, gotten rid of a lot of the stuff, uh, trim the fat, if you will. Yeah. There's a burp. Ooh, I'm living free. <laughs> living free and brewing hard. Is that what it says? Brew, f- no, brew free or brew die. Brew free, die hard. I, that, brew free. <laughs> that, that was the uh, the die hard movie, live free or die hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. taking a play off of that. Tuck, tuck, tuck. Um. Anyway, though, uh, I've, I've narrowed this down to a little bit of news because... We do got stuff to get to here, so yeah. these are your most important news bits of the last couple of weeks, and still, James, yes, no deaths, which is incredible. This is the longest stretch, uh-oh, I, okay fine, yeah, knocking on wood, yeah, but, f- like, but this is the longest stretch we've had without somebody dying. Yeah, I'm not feeling good about the upcoming weeks. The thing is, <laughs> thing is be- I'm sure that somebody has, but in terms of being it being big enough to be like covered by the mainstream horror news right we have not heard of anything yeah. obviously if we're wrong tell us you know oh of course you yeah. people out there in podcast land but yeah. uh all right let's see here uh, a little while back it was announced that fx was working on a series that was going to be set within the alien universe okay right yeah uh it seems like uh, that uh fans eager to see what they're cooking up are gonna have to wait a bit of a substantial time longer um fx chairman john langroff what her name John (laughs) Langroff recently spoke and saying that he doesn't expect it to happen until 2023. They're spending a lot of time trying to get it right, I guess, and they're taking their time with it. So uh, if you're looking forward to that and you heard that news, you're going to have to wait quite a bit. Hopefully Ridley Scott will put uh, put out at least three more shitty alien movies before then. Oh, that would be great. That'd be great, yeah. Yeah. Um, Which we should do a... We should do a, should bad, do a, shitty a bad movie. We should do a bad <laughs> brew on the really really poorly received Alien Covenant.
2: Was that really uh poorly received? Yeah. I didn't oh, I didn't yeah. know much oh, yeah. about it.
0: Yeah, so Prometheus came out, right? And it yeah. was not what people expected because there was no aliens in it, whatever. Right. And then I like Prometheus. And then so it seemed like it what good. happened with Alien Covenant is they shoehorned aliens back into it mm. and it and that was it was obvious almost, right? Yeah. Like it didn't continue the story that people mm. that liked Prometheus I'm included. I actually think Prometheus is great. I thought Prometheus was good. So did uh, but enough Alien people. But though, that there weren't oh, yeah.
2: xenomorphs.
0: In... Oh yeah. Like what... what the fuck is this? What the fucking aliens? <sighs> like wait. Yeah, it's an extended universe. People like just are dumb, the... <laughs> James. God. Um, but I do. I've only seen Covenant once. I own a really swanky version of it, but I've only oh. ever actually seen it once. Uh, that would be an interesting one to do. Because it because it it, got, it does get shit. I don't know if it's as low as some of the other movies we've done for Bad Brews, but. It'd be be a fun one to do. Yeah,
2: yeah, that'd be cool. And we haven't done a bad brew in a while. No, we haven't. It's been a bad.
0: Um, Let's see here. Uh, Chucky. Who? Chucky. Oh, Charles. Charles. Charles Lee Uh, Chucky is officially wrapped. It's uh, a new series coming out. It's officially wrapped, and it's coming out October 12th, and it looks awesome, (sighs) and I'm excited for it. I'm stoked, dude. And I only put this in here because i wanted to talk about how excited i am hell for yeah
2: it. i watched the fi- i sent i sent you uh i guess it was probably like a week and a half two weeks yeah, ago for the uh, for
0: the last show because they had
2: because <laughs> <laughs> they had the the
0: was it a red band trailer that came out um it was a f- extended trailer it was an yeah. extended yeah, trailer
2: yeah. some pretty violent shit in it yep. man it looks yeah fun, i'm dude. into it that's it it just looks fun i'm excited it's like a lot of fucking fun
0: I'm, I'm excited for more of our favorite good bad guy go. good good bad good
2: Good, bad bad, guy. bad, 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 good, good guy doll. Guy, no. That's that's what I meant.
0: <laughs> I'm dyslexic. Um, I'm just excited about it. Also, it's a good transition into speaking of things that are... Speaking of wrapping it up. Fuck, I fucked that up. <laughs> I'm leaving it in, though.
2: I hope this is a killer condom story. Uh,
0: speaking of wrapping it up, making Blair's The Toxic Avenger, which you do kind of want to wrap it up when you're watching The Toxic yeah, Avenger.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the Toxic Avenger is what they used to call me in high school. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: That's embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) um macon blair's the toxic avenger the reboot uh has also wrapped filming Mm. which is very exciting elijah wood was just on uh hot ones he was on the season premiere of hot ones or season finale rather uh and it was awesome and and it was me and i saw myself in him oh yeah i kind of want to cut my hair short now and be him for life um anyway though
2: i just picture you guys like like side by side riding a bird scooter Oh yeah, through through the streets of Destro- uh, Detroit, destroyed.
0: The dest, oh destroyed. It's kind of cool. What a sweet name for like destroyed, di- like post-apocalyptic dystopian Detroit. That's dope. Destroyed, destroyed. <laughs>
2: That's cool. Oh, copyright TM. Copyright. That's a verbal TM.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So this new Toxic Avenger is absolutely Looney Tunes. Uh, it stars Elijah Wood, Kevin Bacon, <laughs> Peter Dinklage, and Jacob Trendley. What the fuck is even going on with this? I don't get it hold on I'm, I'm into it though hold on
2: i'm into it kevin bacon is in this movie yes <laughs> directed by macon blair yes. there's no way that there's no way that on set when they were hanging out people didn't call him making bacon <laughs> making bacon they had to right it's amazing <laughs>
0: Oh, wow. Oh, I love it. I, I never even thought that. about that, but I love That's it. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, like I said, I don't, I, I don't even know what to expect from this movie. Dude, I it's don't. Gonna be, I'm, I'm into it's it, It's going to be just
2: bad shit, this and the, I I'm, I love it.
0: This is going to be the best compare-contrast episode we've ever done. Oh, dude. Because we need to at least be a podcast until then.
2: I'm going to call Lloyd, too.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm going to call him. Oh, well, you know him. First name basis? Yeah. Lloyd Christmas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll call him up. <laughs> It'd be great. All right, let's see here. Um, with all the talk of Rob Zombie's new Munsters movie, uh, it should not be forgotten that Tim Burton is also bringing another First Family of Horror back to the small screen. Uh, Wednesday, which is the title of the new Adams Family series, uh-huh. uh, live action Adams Family series, mm-hmm. uh, is currently casting, and it seems as though we may have found our, if unlikely, new Gomez and new for this week, Morticia for the show.
2: Okay, so Gomez was. Uh, uh, well, the oh, we not The
0: people don't know this. You know this. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The people. Well, oh, because this unless, was unless unless this... they read the internet. Yeah. Know, but, well, yeah. yeah, which most um,
2: people do read the internet these we're days. We're gonna
0: get to Morticia first. Okay. Morticia is going to be played by Catherine Zeta-Jones. Okay. Which I think fits. Yeah. That works. Yeah. I'm into it. Catherine. She's tall. She's slender. She looks really good in a black dress. A I'm into it, right? She's a babe. Right, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. However, she is going to be married to the charming. That's the only word that I can use to describe this man. Luis Guzman is playing Gomez. I was confused about it last week. I'm still confused about it now, even though I love it.
2: I do too. There's a there's a part of me that's just I'm super on board with it. And they're uh, playing
0: like because Wednesday's grown up now. They're older versions of the characters that okay. we are all used to. So that makes sense. It
2: makes sense. They're gonna, they're gonna, because because uh, Gomez uh, Gomez Adams was always like, you know, like a very sensual, very suave, very suave and very suave and, suave. Very suave and almost sensual. Rico, almost and, Rico levels. Yeah, almost, almost <laughs> Rico suave. Uh, and 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 Morticia, obviously, a beauty like just just beautiful, sensual, mm-hmm. sexy,
0: a beauty queen of only eighteen. <laughs>
2: i like i i think that i i like what they're gonna do with this is like uh wednesday is now older right Mm -hmm. her parents have aged Mm -hmm. her mother uh morticia has continued to age into an gracefully into an absolute beauty gomez (laughs) gomez took a turn at some point
0: (laughs) all i can picture with luis guzman i said this last week again no one heard of this but it, all I can picture him is him from waiting, bending over with his nuts showing, ev- giving everybody the goat. <laughs> the goat. That's all that is literally all I can picture. That's hey, the, I
2: I know that Luis Guzmán has been in so many movies. Oh, he's
0: such an established, like well-respected actor, like but character there, actor. But but
2: I can't. I I'm I'm the same as you. I cannot. <laughs> all I, see. I cannot get past his character in waiting because it was so funny. Oh, it's so good. Uh, uh, we
0: also new to this week. I have a description for the show. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's that's new. Uh, Wednesday is being described as a Sleuthing, supernaturally infused mystery charting Wednesday is described, sorry, not the show, but the character is described as a sleuthing, supernaturally infused mystery charting. Wednesday Adams. Okay. Okay? Um, and she is a student at Nevermore Academy. Wednesday's attempts to master her emerging psychic ability thwart the monstrous killing spree that has terrorized a local town and to solve the supernatural mystery that embroiled her parents 25 years ago, all while navigating her new and very tangled relationships. Before so, you say anything. Hold on. This sounds
2: exactly like... Can we like say it at the same time? Three, One. Two, uh-
0: one. Veronica Sabrina. Mars. Uh, no, Veronica it, Mars. It is the same, but the new Sabrina the Teenage Witch show and Oh, I didn't watch that. Is, it's, amazing. It's, it's amazing. I know it's good. I know it's good. I need to watch exactly it. It's exactly the same thing. Is it really? It, it's it. it well, the description they- is like identical to it.
2: Sabrina in the new Sabrina show is like a sleuthy. She's like trying to
0: figure out mysteries and shit. Sort of. I mean, kind of, they're, they're her own mysteries and things going on in her world. But nah, yeah, it's her. No, nah, that's her, not It's it, her dude. and her school. No, of, of friends. No, think about Veronica. Saving the day and all that kind
2: of stuff. Think about Veronica Mars, though. It's literally about a girl in high school who, after a murder in town.
0: Sabrina was in high school but that's not
2: <laughs> after a murder in town Veronica Mars Fine, goes on fair, a, on a, fair, on, a, fair, on, a on a quest to like Point figure is, out
0: it sounds it sounds very formulaic but i'm still into yeah, it yeah oh yeah dude. i'm still into it yeah it sounds sounds pretty awesome and
2: what did is that going to be on netflix what's that on
0: um no i have no idea actually oh okay. i don't think it, i don't even think it's i mean i'm sure i'm sure it's been sold they're making it I sure, don't, i'm not yeah. i'm not sure where uh, where it's going to land at though um james have you heard about this new band they're called Eiffel 65. Why do I know that name?
2: Hold on. I've heard of this before. Oh, well, yeah. I, yeah. I haven't heard of whatever you're about to talk about.
0: What's new? One and blue and buy and blue and blue.
2: Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> really? That was your segue? <laughs> that was fucking amazing. <laughs> okay, I have...
0: I have blues for 2 weeks here. Dude, hyperspeed. Blow through them. I want I want here's thing. I want titles. Kay. I want distributors kay. and I want dates. Okay. And that's it.
2: So, relevant to this week, we'll start out with the most relevant. Sensor. Hey, Prano Bailey Bonds film sensor, which is released earlier this year and we watched ne- and we're going to talk about we're going to talk about tonight is uh, on demand September 14th, Magnolia Pictures under Magnet label. Is uh is is putting it out? I love uh, Magnet.
0: Magnet puts out great films. Oh Sorry. yeah, yeah say twenty four, just great production companies and i'll and repeat
2: distributors. I'll, I'll repeat what i said last week when i did the same exact thing uh on our last episode that will never get released i've heard nothing but good things about this oh film. hey <laughs> well, there you go uh all right uh in celebration of its 25th anniversary west craven scream will be headed to 4k ultra hd for the very first time on october 19th and will include the featurette a
0: bloody legacy with a new one scream 25 years later it still is not the director's cut no. Which is a bummer. So the only way you can still watch it is Glorious Laser Test. Glorious, glorious. So come over to my disc. place and we'll watch it.
2: You think it's a silver record.
0: There's a movie on there.
2: There's a movie on there. <laughs> uh, if you really but here's the big thing though. If you really want to own your favorite scary movie mm. in the most glorious Ooh. And, and and the way it's truly meant to be owned. You
0: think it's a soup can but there's a movie in there
2: <laughs> you're in luck because on the same day you will also be able to acquire this timeless classic in stunning steelbook packaging mm-hmm. all probably, right probably could
0: have skipped that part
2: <laughs> there's some there's you know there's some steelbook heads out there yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Want to know that all right <laughs> uh i'm gonna skip dimension 13 because
0: part two yeah. Dementia 13 part
2: two right uh what uh what, what? No. No. Okay. Not just to Well, There was 13. a Dementia 13 part 2. Uh out. well here I'll just uh truncated. Um September 21st, Dementia 13th. It's the director's cut. Ooh, done. Uh which will include scenes from uh, that were produced by Roger Corman, okay. originally removed ah, to okay. originally original. removed to preserve Coppola's vision. Fuck Coppola. Yeah. <laughs> he was drinking too much of his own wine. Uh Night of the Animated Dead. Ooh. Animated adaptation of uh, George A Romero's horror classic will be coming out on digital. On September 21st, followed by DVD and Blu-ray combo on October 5th. Nice. Uh, Universal Monsters, uh, the Icons of Horror Collection, a collection spanning the years of 1931 to 1941... Including Dracula, Frankenstein, The Invisible Man, and Wolfman are being upgraded to 4K Ultra HD and will be out on October 5th.
0: Why? Those movies don't need to be in. 4K.
2: Doesn't I mean Just like yeah? I don't want to watch those on buy, 4K. Buy,
0: buy like, the four or five film sets on uh, DVD they put out a few years back or yeah. whatever. That's your best bet.
2: That's 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 your fuck. That's your, uh, that's, your that's your sweet spot right that's your there. Take
0: it to ride. <laughs> All right.
2: A standalone release of The Forever Purge, this year's final franchise installment is headed to Blu-ray and 4K Ultra HD. We've learned that all five films will also be collected in a Blu-ray set on the same... Oh my God, what happened to my... It doesn't matter. Same day. Uh, Deadly Friend. Ooh. Uh, That's that's you. (laughs) You're my Deadly Friend. (laughs) Better watch out. Uh, Wes Craven's 1986 film Deadly Friend is getting a Blu-ray collector's edition courtesy of Scream Factory. Extras have uh, yet to be announced. We'll be getting an HD transfer, uh, as well as a new interview with actress Christy Swanson. Bad. Ooh, bad. uh Scream Factory addressed the possibility of extra footage by saying, We anticipate being asked if we found any alternate footage from the film as seen in the original theatrical cut, or Craven's more mil- more milder. That's a double positive. That's fuck like, like, speak Speak better. Speak better. Uh original feature length cut. Unfortunately, we could not locate any lost footage after investigating. Sorry, we tried as fans of the film ourselves. We wanted to see that too. Deadly Friend will be out on October twelfth. Uh I got two more here for you. Okay. Um up from up for pre-order wait, right now. Wait,
0: you mean people are craving for more footage? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I got this.
2: <laughs> Up for pre-order right now and hitting shelves on September 28th exclusively from Best Buy is Rob Zombie's 3 from Hell on 4K Ultra HD. If you're wondering if you're wondering if this release has a fancy new slipcover.
0: Oh, James, why. does it have a fancy new slipcover?
2: Uh yeah, yes it does. But <laughs> you would have said no. Uh but <laughs> much like much like other uh other areas of life, Michael it's what's under the fancy slipcover that really, really matters. Ooh. And in this particular case, under this fancy slipcover is an absolutely stunning oh, God. steelbook packaging.
0: It's like worse on worse. It's like, a, it's like a shit sandwich between shit bread. That's what it is. <laughs> it's just a pile of
2: shit. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, as I mentioned a couple weeks ago, the Fan- Phantasm Sphere Collection from WellGo USA is bringing all five Phantasm movies to Blu-ray. WellGo USA is also dropping a special edition Blu-ray of Phantasm 1 and 2, which will feature the director's cut of the second film, and those releases will hit shelves on, why do I keep hitting buttons in my shit, on October
0: 5th, and currently, stop pushing my buttons big boy, and
2: currently up for pre-order on Diabolic, and that's it,
0: All right. so, my last bit of news is, uh, is a little bit of a newie here. It's not from last week, it's from this week. Oh, a newie. Uh, the long ingestation Spawn movie, right? Every now and then we got some Spawn news about this whole fiasco going on with Todd McFarlane and yeah. uh, you know, his, his new reboot that he's doing. Um, they hit a new milestone on uh, its road to being made. Uh, up until now, McFarlane has been rock solid on his refusal to let anybody other than himself touch the script, mm-hmm. it had to be his script. That was his thing, and he was not finding financing for it. Mm-hmm. Blumhouse was going to produce it, but they couldn't find the financing for it, right? Right, right. Blumhouse does not put up all the financing for it. Um, so his refusal to do this, uh, to let anybody else touch it, has halted production, and that's why it's been pretty much at a standstill for the last what? How many years we've we been talking about this? Four years? Three years? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a bit. Yeah. Um. Well, it seems as though McFarland has finally admitted defeat because it's being re- reported that a new screenwriter is being brought in to rework his, rework his script. Oh. Oh, damn. Yeah. Now, he's still going to direct it, apparently. That's still in the cards. Okay. Uh, however, the uh, there's a new writer coming in that is uh, going to rewrite it to make it better. Um, here's the thing. Make it more better? Recent acquisition of mine, I have the script <gasps> of the one that he wrote. Yeah. I'm excited to read it. Oh. It was uh, a little leaky dude that I found somewhere. Maybe, if, maybe I shouldn't have it. Maybe I shouldn't be admitting this. But see, if
2: you were a smart man, you you would have read it before this episode. Yeah, and yeah, you could have told yeah. us if it was shite or not.
0: Uh, I've heard that it's shite. Yeah, that's the thing. I've heard that it's not very well written. Isn't so, that the thing about Todd? Like he he writes he writes he's, comic books. Yeah, and, and, he's my, very, and he's very good at it.
2: But a comic book comic is books. not a movie. Right. And he's very, but when it comes to making movies based on his material, he's very like controlling about. Which has
0: been his downfall this entire process. Right. So uh, it's good to know, though, that he's finally letting up a little bit, though, to get this thing actually off the ground. I have no idea if Jeremy Renner is still on board. I have no idea if Jamie Foxx is still on board. Listen. It says that they're going to be reapproached once the new script is written. So listen. For what it is. Listen,
2: if there's no John Leguizamo. You're, no. you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to work really hard to get me interested in this thing.
0: I mean, because he, because maybe he, he'll violate cause you. He girly was man. the
2: violator, girly man.
0: <laughs> All right, that's your news. Yeah, cool, All man. Right. All uh, right, well, so, we're gonna
2: take a quick break. When
0: we get back, we're getting into the slayoffs. Oh, we, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> you almost forgot, didn't you? No, I didn't. Get used to it, James. For six I weeks. Just, I
2: actually didn't know if we were gonna do it right now, or be, it, you kind of oh, made it no, seem we're like doing we're doing it now. We're doing oh. it now. Oh, okay. This stuff doesn't wait. All right. So, right now.
0: Get ready, James. Okay. Round one. Fight. All right, James. Yeah. It's time. Oh, it is time for round one. Uh, well, I guess it's like round one is going to be in two parts. Round one is going to be this week and next week. So round one, part one. Is that how we're going to say it? Yeah. Round round one. Yeah. First. Round one, first fight. Yeah. That doesn't complicate yeah. things. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're doing what we're doing. We got six weeks of this shit. Okay. Yeah. Come on. All right. Um, okay. So James here. Uh, so here's how this is going to work. Uh, we have our bracket laid out here. Uh we know who the first four uh uh first four uh Combat, brackets combatants bra- you know, not not combatants, it'd be the first eight combatants. First four brackets oh, right, though, right, right. Yep. in the in the in round one. So mm-hmm. this is gonna be uh first four of brackets of round one. Uh now what we're gonna do here is flip a coin for home turf advantage. Because right. That that helps a lot. It does. Yeah, you know, when you're playing Mortal Kombat and you're in uh you know, Scorpion's uh, hell zone, he's got the uh, he's got the advantage. Absolutely. That's how that works. Yeah. So we also are going to have home Like advantage. when
2: he says, get over here, you have to get over there.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, James has a, has a nice fancy Pennywise coin over here. That he's going to
2: flip. It's a Pennywise coin. And then on the other side, it says,
0: I, I like... I like scary movies. I like scary movies. Um, so the Pennywise head is going to be heads, obviously. Obviously. Scary movies is going to be tails. Right. Uh, round one, fight one. Mm. Are you ready for this? Yes. Annabelle. Okay. The doll, Annabelle, and I guess her puppet master, right? Sure. Yeah. Right? Uh, against the crow. <laughs> Now, I, actually this is interesting to me. Eric Draven. So before we get there, Eric Draven, yes, before we get there, James, let's uh flip for home advantage. All right, I haven't looked at this. Annabelle will be heads, the crow will be
2: tails. Okay, and then so it's Annabelle's. We're going we're going to go with where she was created, so the
0: house? The house, yeah. It's going to okay. be either the house or, uh, or dystopian Detroit basically. Detroit. Destro- oh,
2: Destroy. Oh, it's good. It's good. All T-M- right, here T-M-T-M, we go. Baby. Here we go. It is did we say Heads was the house?
0: Heads was the house. It is the house. Okay. So, um, right. Annabelle's house. I don't know if this matters too much for the crow, though, to be honest with you, because the crow can kind of exist anywhere. It, Dystopian Detroit just happened to be destroyed, just happened to be where he was at in that particular story, but the crow can go anywhere.
2: Here's here's where this matters for this particular battle. Yes. Battle um, <laughs> It's very, it's very Myra Rose of you. This
0: particular battle.
2: Battle, baby. I feel like you. I feel like um I feel like Annabelle is actually at a distinct a distinct disadvantage I agree. being on her home turf
0: because the, the, that fucking closet. Well, not only that, not only that, the crow was already dead. He's a dead guy. The crow's a dead guy. Annabelle has no control over the dead. And if I'm not mistaken, right? uh, can can a demon infect like the dead? Like he's already he. The crow is actually sort of like a, a, a not a demon, but like like a it's a soul. Like it's if, just a soul coming and a, back.
2: And if, and if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure
0: he went to hell. Who the crow? Yeah, are you, are you, sure you, you don't.
2: Might- you don't spend some time in heaven and then come back looking like him. And, That's true. And fucking, you know, playing guitar the way he does.
0: You don't come back, you know, in corpse paint. Right. Pretending to be Danny Filth Right. If you don't go to hell. Right. 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 So yeah, he, I, um, so
2: he's already spent a little time in hell. He's seen the sights. Uh, he, he might even know Annabelle's puppet master.
0: Well, I don't know about that. I'm not going to go that far. But there's, I do. But I do think. I do think that the crow. Because he's very fond of fire, right yeah, the crow is very fond of fire, uh-huh he can literally just burn the burn the doll up to where there's no doll left, and then at that point, it'd be the crow versus the demon, right, and I feel like the demon only has power over people that are like living right like does he have well and i i I also feel
2: like that demon only has the it, he's he's a trickster, right sure. Like he, he, the only way that the demon has any any ability to gain access to people's lives is by convincing them that it is actually the soul of this young girl Annabelle Higgins inside the doll. Right? However, yes, sorry, go And, the, yeah. and the crow's going to see right through that shit.
0: I agree, but isn't the crow though still fallible in real life? I don't think so. I think he's, he can die. Yeah, he's pretty Im- impervious to injury. Like he gets shot. Yeah, that's true. He does. That's true. That's true. I would say his body, but his body just doesn't. It's our, his body's just a a meat suit at that point. Sort it doesn't, of. It doesn't keep him alive. Sort it's just of meat suit. Yeah.
2: I think that I'm gonna go crow on this. one. I'm gonna one. go crow on this one because especially on Annabelle's home turf, I feel like I feel like he's got the he's got the he's got his wits about him. Gotta have your your wits about you. Oh, yeah. He's got his wits about him. He's already a dead guy. He's already been to hell, presumably. Yep. So he kind of knows the tricks that they like to play. Mm -hmm. And and, and he made it back. And he made it back.
0: And he's got the crow on his side.
2: And he's got the crow on his side, which I don't know how that would come into play here. It might come into play in the next round. It's just a good
0: corner, man. That's all. But (laughs) I
2: I feel like if he couldn't flat out destroy Annabelle, he could somehow get her back into the closet surrounded by
0: all of the, uh, yeah, all of the, uh, it, and, and, and really the only, re- that's not very 2021. You don't want to put people back in the closet. That's true. <laughs> that's a fair point. No, I, 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 I do think though, all jokes aside, like I do, I do feel like the crow would definitely come out the victor on this. Yeah. Like I feel like the demon wouldn't be able to be as his trickery. Wouldn't <clears throat> work on the crow
2: simple well and and think about who ultimately takes down annabelle in in the annabelle movies stupid humans <laughs> stupid humans <laughs> right and and yeah and and not only stupid humans but a couple of fucking a couple of squares like ed yeah. Lorraine warren yeah so crow's got this crow's one. got this crow's one. got it all right so crow right, the crow, crow moves on crow moves to, round to the two. second second round so who do we have next
0: fight number two the Gremlins. Okay,
2: and we're saying like five of them. Five of the. Is uh, that fair? Yes. Okay. I,
0: I will even give it this because I feel can, like if, I if feel like matters, to reach can... their
2: full fighting potential, they at least have to have a few of them to where they can like you know. But are play we going Gremlins
0: tricks? from Gremlins? Well, I guess it could be anything from Gremlins one or two. Right. do them both. Right. So we'll pick like five. Uh, Five of the ones that I we think would fit best in this fight, right? Okay. But it's the Gremlins versus Sub Zero from Mortal Kombat. I don't think there's much of a challenge here.
2: Uh, s- Sub Zero from this current iteration of Wait Mortal Kombat. Wait a minute. Wait what? a minute. Wait a
0: minute. Wait a minute. What? Sub Zero's biggest thing is freezing people, right? Right. If you freeze a Gremlin, they will melt, and there will be water all over them. Oof. And they turn into an army. Oh, hold on.
2: Wait a second, though. If you freeze a gremlin and then smash it to bits, though,
0: like blob, I don't, like blob style.
2: I don't feel like you. I don't feel like its its pieces would. Um,
0: no, it, well, I, I don't know though. Is it just a chemical reaction? I don't think them being alive has anything to do. Oh, they, they, no, I think their it shit's does. Dead though, yeah, I think you're it does. Right. You're probably right.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like there's much of a fight here. Hmm. Like he can he can pretty easily he yeah he can
0: although he did lose a fight to a guy in a gold sweater That's <laughs> <sighs> true he <we> did <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i think i gotta give this one to sub-zero regardless so I, I as much as like the water would definitely make the gremlins see i don't know though that's where that's where i'm getting though
2: oh here's the thing dude here's the thing okay i'm hearing one of the best parts of mortal kombat what did he do he slashed at uh, Cole Young, right? Cole's blood flew into the air. He froze it, uh-huh. and then he stabbed Cole with the frozen blood.
0: So he could freeze the balls that pop out of their back and then kill them with their own balls.
2: Either that or you just slash. Like He slashes one gremlin, Yeah, and its little gremlin blood is flying through the air. He quick freezes it into whatever it what is it green it's kind of greenish yeah
0: yeah, yeah i, I got that
2: stabs the rest of them with the yeah. grandma bread i
0: i i don't think the grandma's stand a chance i really don't even no. if they even if they could reproduce in their armies he's just gonna keep freezing them yeah freezing them Free, freezing them <laughs> all right so sub-zero then oh yeah sub-zero sub-zero hands, moves on hands down sorry grandma's you're out okay uh in the last half of this week's challenges this one's the interesting the, one. The first half of the last half. Let's make it more confusing. This is, <laughs> this is <laughs> in the first half of the last half. This is, uh, this is interesting. You said that you had uh, some thoughts about this one. Pennywise the Clown okay. versus the killabots from Chopping Mall. <sighs> you, so we looked at this list uh, before we came back from the break. Yeah. And you brought up a very interesting point. Pennywise's power only works on people. He well, he feeds off of he feeds off fear. of human emotion, human fear. Feed do robots feel fear? I don't think they do. No, they don't. So and it's, this and is it's not, And it's
2: and it's not to say that he can't. I mean, he can destroy stuff, sure. right? He can
0: manipulate the, the modern world or the or the physical world rather.
2: Um, but he is, but he's also bound to like one of the things about Pennywise. Oh wait,
0: wait. We have not been. I'm. Um, we we didn't do home turf advantage for Gremlins or Sub Zero. I don't think it's gonna matter. for it that one. No, it wouldn't matter. But let's do it for this one. Oh, okay. Let's do it for this well,
2: one. Well, this one's a big one for the coin because. Oh. It okay. Is. Here. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hold Penny, on.
0: no, no. Pennywise is in the heads position anyway. So well,
2: is would Pennywise be? Would Pennywise be Dairy Main or would Pennywise be, in the in the macroverse in the Deadlights? <sighs> Even still, though, if he's in the deadlights, what the hell is he going to do to a robot? I don't think it matters. Let's flip. Yeah, flip Let's it. Flip. flip it. Okay, so heads, obviously. Anywhere, Pennywise. Yep. Uh, yep. We'll say dairymane. Right? Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Tails is the mall.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, What do you got? What do you got? You dropped it carpet it's heads, heads. all right we're in dairy Maine. there's a mall there's gotta be a mall in dairy <laughs> Maine, right there is yeah i mean let's be honest
2: yeah they built one after uh, after all the kids moved away from the as from the town
0: as much as i like the idea that pennywise can't control the robots because the robots don't have fear yeah they're the robots are still just machines and pennywise can alter the physical world so I feel like it wouldn't really be that hard. What do you mean by
2: he can alter the physical world? I mean, he,
0: can't he be... He's in the physical world. He's affecting the kids. But
2: the, here's the thing about Pennywise. Okay, so he only takes... You're the it master of He only so. takes the form... He only takes the form of something that is... Uh, it, it, that the person who... So, like, uh, he comes up on you and you're really afraid of um, bats. He takes the form of a bat. True. So he takes the form of whatever the person fears.
0: So the so robots, the
2: robots have no fears because they're robots. So what but, form would he inhabit? Mm, that's and not then true. the other thing about do that's robots fear something? That's not
0: true because these robots are programmed to go off on intruders.
2: So so their
0: fears would be whatever they're programmed to be against. So technically speaking, they have fears. So would he take the form of a sissy teenager? He would take the form of an intruder. Yeah. Who who starred in this movie? Who starred in Chopping Mall? I can't think of her name. Um...
2: um, Babs Crampton.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So Barbara Crampton. Yeah. So he. So so Pennywise would take the form of Barbara Crampton, <laughs> and I do believe that she didn't die in this movie.
2: Oh, interesting because i was about saying. to say i was about to say like pennywise is bound to the you know the rules of the physical world whatever whatever uh whatever shape he inhabits he still is bound to the rules of that shape like he if if he's if he's bab's crampton he is fallible true but bab's crampton didn't
0: die against she didn't feed him. The killbots. So that's what I'm saying. Or did she? Wait, no, did she, did, she? she, she didn't. She didn't, right? I don't think so. <laughs> point is humans beat the killbots, though, is the point. Okay. So like n- like I feel like Pennywise could
2: he is ancient. Could figure it out. He's he's yeah. timeless and ancient. Like I feel like I feel like technically te- he's... but not
0: up on technology.
2: Well, no, yeah. He is. Okay. Because okay. he's been
0: around for millennia. He's like he's, he's learned it. Yeah. Right? He had those same AOL discs as we all did. He he was, absolutely he was keeping up with it. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: He played he played Pagan Ultima Eight on Windows ninety five. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I feel like Pennywise has this.
2: I feel like it too, because machines, when it comes down to it, especially the killbots, they weren't they weren't the most amazing technology.
0: They weren't. They're were pretty dumb, actually.
2: they were like shitty Daleks, basically. Yeah, kind of. Is kind of what they were. Pretty much. Pretty much. You can give this one a plus.
0: Plus, Pennywise you could just burn down the mall.
2: Oh, there you go. Right. Okay. Call call it a day. All right, Pennywise, all right, Pennywise moves on.
0: Pennywise, in, in our eyes, at least. Maybe your eyes are different. Yeah. In our eyes, Pennywise is the winner here.
2: Your eyes are probably stupid, though. That's so. probably true. Okay,
0: <laughs> then the last one. This is a very interesting matchup. Uh, The last round for today, this week. Christine. Yep. The old, uh, what was she? She was a 60... 60- she you would know that she than was than me. A, she a was guy. a f-
2: what was she a 50 58
0: Plymouth Fury something like that. I know she was a Fury. That's right. I don't know the year though. But Christine versus the invisible man. Which is...
2: <laughs> what?
0: Yeah. So, okay. So, let's 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 think of this way. Uh Christine was a possessed car, right? Yeah. Her her big thing was what? Running people over. Smashing people—that's that's basically her big offense, right? Did I say fifty-eight? You did. Oh, I was right. Okay, 58. fifty-eight. Plymouth Fury. Okay, so Christine's major offense is basically running people over, smashing them, possibly causing a fire, right? Right. The Invisible Man, though—he's invisible—is invisible. So if Christine can't see the Invisible Man,
2: I feel like she—I feel like she works uh, on on. Uh, supernatural intuition, though, as well. You know what I mean? Maybe. Maybe. Like, she can just sense the essence.
0: Did she, though? Because I feel like she just kind of had a mind of her
2: own. Like, she didn't really... Because he wasn't actually... Because we're talking about the new invisible man. Yeah. And he wasn't actually invisible. He was... He was... uh, Masked by... Well, sure, yeah. By technology. Yeah. Would she not have the ability to sort of... You know, probably sort of not
0: see past that technology. Well, no, she was from the 80s. She doesn't have that kind of technology. <laughs> well, she was
2: from the 50s, if you really want to split hairs.
0: But the movie's from the 80s, so we're gonna go from there. Okay. But, um, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think she never saw Harry Potter. She doesn't know what an invisibility cloak is. That's fair. <laughs> but the Invisible Man, though, is technically from way long ago.
2: Well, we're, but we're talking about the new Invisible Man. That
0: yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, like he
2: didn't—he didn't take some potion or anything like yeah, that. He's I just wearing like, a suit that's covered in, you know, nanotechnology. I feel
0: like the Invisible Man could just sneak into the driver's seat and then drive her away over a fucking bridge and sink her, or catch her on fire, or do literally anything. Christine wouldn't see him coming. That's that's you true. Know?
2: But isn't there a, isn't there a scene where she like like? crushes the person who's inside of her or something like that. Hmm.
0: I know I know that, yeah, maybe. I know she gets crushed. It's been a while since I've watched this movie now obviously.
2: Um and then like and then like reinflates. So here's the well, she problem. She definitely reinflates herself, yeah. Here's the problem. She sort of she for she sort of haunts uh the kid. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not like I think that he has to die in order for Christine to die.
0: So, the invisible man can absolutely kill this kid. He's just like a wiener guy. Like, he has no special skills. Oh, he's a total wien. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. So, I feel like. I feel like Christine doesn't really have much of a shot in this one. No. Like, he can just take her apart and, like, hide her, like, national uh, treasure style, different parts all over the world if he really wanted to, (laughs) to stop her. Where? (laughs) Like, Christine would never think, Christine would never be able to find him. To see him To kill him Yeah
2: Or or even if Or even if she It's, it's not even Necessarily her Like her super ability To be able to Detect people mm-hmm. It's the kid He's sort of doing Her dirty work At the same time Kind of
0: yeah And they're both At the disadvantage Of not being able To see the invisible man Yeah I think, Invisible I think man we, I think goes on
2: We didn't do home turf On this one I don't think it really Fuck. I don't think it really matters For this one No It, it doesn't again. really matter For this one
0: What do you guys think This is a fair fight Come on all right so uh those are in i already have matchups for uh in two weeks from now i can see the matchups they are interesting to say the least just
2: keep them to yourself very
0: actually i'll I'll be honest with you there are one of our matchups is what i was hoping to see in the finals oh Really? really yeah and then whoever wins out of that is another one I was hoping to see in the finals oh. so there are some very interesting things coming up here oh. all right well yeah i'm uh i am pumped all right we got
2: some fun weeks ahead of us so that's it for round one of the summer slayoffs
0: that's it which might books.
2: which might turn into the fall slayoffs we didn't really work out the timing that well yeah, so
0: it starts in the summer that's all that matters so
2: anyway um hey round one that's done right. done let's get into your uh, winners
0: are the crow the crow uh sub-zero yeah Pennywise the Clown, okay, and the Invisible Man.
2: Three humans. Three humans. Three humans well, making it.
0: the crow's not human. He's dead. Well, he was human, though. Sub-Zero's like a demon.
2: Subhuman.
0: Pennywise is a, None of these are humans, James. You oh, said except the, for the Invisible Man.
2: You said the crow, the Invisible Man, and Sub-Zero. Those are all human beings. The crow's dead. He's not human. He's a dead human. He's not a human. Okay dead no we're just arguing (laughs) arguing semantics
0: all right anyway though uh so next week um should we give away next week's no no okay next week's a secret leave it in the shadows come back next week yeah same slate channel same slate time yeah that that sounded good i'll work on that yeah yeah okay um james yep let's get into the tofu
2: do it throughout this see faces ripped apart with hooks a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp and graphic macabre torturous images that defy description
0: I was being censored. Oh, no. Oh, I was talking that entire time. You just couldn't hear it. <laughs> Took me right out, James.
2: <laughs> I thought this was America.
0: I thought this was America. Um, Censor from 2021. Uh, I had never heard of this movie in my life until you brought it up to me. Really? Yeah, not at all. Um, I knew that it had made, uh, I now know at least, that it had made the rounds on the uh, festival circuit. So it's one of those festival darling type films. Uh, Fantasia Fest, I know for sure. Fest.
2: Is it possible that the information was being kept from you by the the powers that be?
0: Yeah. Those fucking censors. Censored? (laughs) Ah. Um, Let's see here. Directed by Prano Bailey Bond. Uh, This is her very first film. Uh, Full-length film, actually. There's another film that she directed actually called Nasty uh, before this that actually directly leads into this movie because it is about the director in this movie. Oh, is it really? Yeah, cool. so now I want to go back and watch it. I only yeah, found out sure. about it uh, just recently here. Um, but yeah, James, this is your pick. Uh, tell us about Sensor.
2: All right, well, Sensor, I wasn't prepared for this, so here we go. After viewing a strangely familiar video nasty, Enid, a film censor, sets out to solve the past mystery of her sister's disappearance, embarking on a quest that dissolves the line between fiction and reality.
0: Um, okay, I have a question for you. I have an answer. What... Did you expect this movie to be?
2: Um, I expected it to be about a girl who, after viewing a strangely no, famil- no, 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 no. <laughs> fuck off.
0: What did you act like when? What did you expect to find when you started this movie? Like, what kind of movie? Because it was described as a mystery horror film. I actually, right?
2: what we got from this movie for the first like three quarters of the movie is pretty. It's it was pretty in line with what I was expecting.
0: Okay, we could not be farther apart then. What did you think it was? I did not expect this kind of movie at all. What did you think the it The reason that we were watching 8mm earlier, and now it's sister movie Snake Eyes, which Snake Eyes has less to do with it, I just like it, so I put it on. <laughs> but um, I expected a very 8mm type movie in this. I don't know why in my head I was expecting, and or maybe not expecting, but wanting a more... Not action movie, but something that was a bit more That's Louise Guzman. It's, it's fucking Gomez right there. <laughs> um I I was I wanted something a bit more rough around the edges first off. And I think that I wanted something that was a bit more not action-y, you know, but more uh suspenseful, right? I was expecting a movie about a girl that she watches a video nasty and oh my god, her sister is in there. And then it's her unraveling unraveling the 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 story behind how her sister is in here and her Tracking people down and fighting with them and this and that, like like I was expecting this girl to go down this dark path to try to find her sister, right? And that is not what we got at all. You're kind
2: of like your idea of it was kind of skipping over the central idea of what is is what it, what's going on in the movie, though, is that she herself is a film censor. No, I during the age of video nasties.
0: I get that. I don't think that my point was glancing over that at all. That that was her setup yeah you know that's her setup that's her life and i get that but like i was expecting it to be or again expectation is not the right word i wanted it to be more than what it was right this is it's a drama this movie is a straight-up drama Um, almost exclusively yeah and and that's not Um, what i wanted out of it that's not to say that i didn't like the movie like i'm not saying that at all but i definitely came out of it with a Completely different view of what I thought it was going in. Well, you
2: said that you wanted you wanted it to be more like eight millimeter. Yeah, eight millimeters of drama.
0: Eight millimeters got a lot more suspense, a lot more thrills in it. You know, this is a
2: oh, so it's a this tr- is a drama.
0: pretty this is a pretty <laughs> straightforward drama. Like it, it's very low key, <clears throat> very low key.
2: See, I okay, so I'm one of these pe- I'm one of these people. The I'm one of these people who. Uh, Watching watching the unraveling of the human mind is very scary to me.
0: No, that was great.
2: Like that's what made this a horror movie to me. I agree. Watching somebody disassociate or dissociate It's kinda of like why we you... love the
0: Baba Very similar. Uh the yeah. mother just unraveling and yeah. and coming undone. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh less supernatural, obviously. Well, yeah, obviously. But um yeah. It's like like watching yeah, watching the unraveling of the human mind to me is scary as hell because it can happen to any one of us and, mm-hmm. and 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 actually watching it depicted on film in a way that's like it it happens so slowly that you almost don't realize it's happening but at the same time there's like you know there's there's little there's little things that you're picking up on the whole time it's um this to me was a frightening movie not like jump scare like oh ah god i'm scared but it was a frightening movie because of uh what they're dealing with in terms sure. of like mental health and yeah, stuff sure. like that. Yeah, sure.
0: I get that. You don't really realize that it's mental health though until the end of the movie. Mm. You don't I mean there's 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 signs but you don't really fully get it until then.
2: Mm, actually so my wife and I watched this together, which was nice cuz we don't get to watch too many of oh. our movies of the How week romantic. uh together. <clears throat> did she and like it? uh what's up? Did she like it? She did. She liked it. Yeah. Uh, we, we both, she said within the first five minutes of the movie, she goes, oh, uh, well, okay. What she said didn't turn out to be exactly what was happening, Mm -hmm. but (coughs) there's kind of, there's kind of a, there's kind of a little bit left to the imagination at the end of this movie. So it could have been what was happening. She goes, she goes, oh, well, okay. So she's completely responsible. Spoilers, spoilers. We're gonna spoil this movie. She goes, "Oh, so this girl is uh, completely responsible for her daughter's, de- or for her sister's death." You didn't pick up on that, like in the first. I, don't,
0: I didn't pick up that she was completely responsible for it.
2: Well, she she goes. Explain, she goes.
0: Explain to people what happened first off.
2: She goes. She goes. Oh, so she killed her sister. Is that where? And also, I apologize to Erin because I'm I'm uh, my my wife because she's much smart, way smarter than I am, yeah. um, and much better at analyzing film. No, so if I misrepresent any of her opinions, I'm sure that I'll have corrections for next week. But uh, it 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 was it was uh fuck, what was the scene? The scene was um the the part where because we both picked up on er, pretty early on in the movie where. We thought maybe she had uh, multiple she, personalities. So she
0: sent her sister into the church, or into the shack in the woods, whatever it was, into the church. Yeah, and then there was somebody in there.
2: But and that's to, but and that's and the, kind the sister of, never came out, right? But that's that, kind, that's, of, that's kind of that's kind of all up in the air, like s- that. There's this s- whole axe a whole act thing, right? A, a lot of that might not have happened. Uh, so, like, uh, she's she's obviously here's what we do know. Here's what we do know. Enid feels guilty for the disappearance of her sister correct we don't know if she's responsible for the disappearance of her sister correct or uh, or if she's uh, the direct cause you know like mm. if if she in fact killed so her sister when they
0: were young her and her sister were out in the woods playing right and Enid made her sister go into this thing they call the church right in the woods.
2: You never actually see that happen, but that's you see that's it the on, You though. see it depicted on film, but at that point she's already she's already started to lose her grip on on reality. You see it depicted in in film and uh, in Paul, uh, Paul North is that
0: his name? Uh, no, it was uh, Frederick North.
2: Frederick North. You see <laughs> that depicted in film and don't go in the church, right? And but at that point she's already.
0: He's Pre- the director of the movie right. that she's editing, and
2: he makes these Let's, really like schlocky. Oh, you want to? I was it.
0: It's kind of confusing the way that we're going through this right now. Why don't we give a, a brief well, rundown of? how well, I'm the hoping that going. people
2: will watch this before they I listen agree, to us. I agree, but if they're not, so so basically, Enid is. A, she works for a company in uh, back in the age of the video nasties mm-hmm. in Britain, where she works for a company where it's her job to watch, um, watch these films and decide what should be, what should and should not be taken out of the film. Correct. Um, and you kind of heard some of it in the intro, like, oh, oh, I left, I left, uh, I left most of the screwdriver stuff in, but I had to take out a lot of the, uh, you know, like, I had to take out the last, last little bit of genitals.
0: Yeah, she's one of the people that wanted to cut stuff to where it still made sense in the movie, whereas all of her bosses were like, just cut the entire scene out. It doesn't matter if it makes sense or not. That's not why people watch these movies. Like, like uh, she, was, kinda... she was trying to be good at her job to cut what she needed to cut but while still keeping the integrity of the film. Uh, her bosses didn't really seem to care about that.
2: Well, it was kind of the opposite, though. Her bosses, or her co-worker, wanted to leave more in the film
0: but she knew that she couldn't though she wanted to do her job the right way still right while still being respectful to the film right that's that's where she knew her job was
2: right and um which is kind of interesting to think think about like back in the video nasties era like there were there was this huge outcry where they're like, oh, we need to make sure that the public is protected from imagery like this. But there was there was people behind the scenes whose job it was to take this stuff out of the movies. But mm-hmm. they were just normal people. They sure. they were probably watching this stuff. They this fanatical idea that like uh, like oh my god, if we show if we show people this kind of imagery, then they're going to go out and start murdering everybody that they see. Sure. The censors themselves, the people whose job it was to actually watch these movies and and take the take the footage out of the movies, they they were probably pretty normal people. Oh sure. Like they Most probably of watched they probably watched stuff and 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 they were like like we could probably leave that in. It's not going to drive people nuts. And that's kind of the sense that you get from her and her colleagues is like, it, but like you said, she was more meticulous about it. She wanted to make sure that she was doing the job perfectly. Sure. Um. So, uh, so that's her. That's her story. Is she's a censor at this point? Like she's 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 trying to protect the public from seeing things that are going to shock and offend, while maintaining the integrity of the films. That's um, all she
0: seems to really care about.
2: And and then on the other hand, she's got this. Uh, she's got this backstory of losing her sister when she was younger. I think what she was. She was. Older, the sister was younger. Yeah, she
0: was older. Um, her parents come to her at the beginning of the movie with a death certificate for their sister. Right. And she's very put off by this because they never found a body. They never did they never found anything. It was like twenty years ago. And she's looking at this like you're just giving up on her. You're just assuming she's dead and you're gonna move on with your life while my sister could she believes is still out there somewhere. Right. And and like she was she was very at odds with that. She did not like <laughs> it at all. Um and then so she's in Back to work after this all happens. She's back to work, and this guy comes in, and he's a producer of these films. and He's super misogynistic and everything else, treats her like meat. It's like, oh, who's this hot little thing working for you? Right? Yeah. Turns out he is... Uh, what's his name? Doug, he, Doug Smart. He's Doug Smart. Doug Smart is the producer of a film by this guy named Frederick North. Mm-hmm. Frederick North is like an exploitation director or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason... Uh Enid is like hand selected to basically watch Frederick North's films, right? Mm-hmm. Or was uh, hand selected for it. Right. So she's watching this film and she suddenly sees this girl that looks strikingly like her sister. And this starts this whole like system of manic, you know, uh uh imagery in her own head. She thinks it's her sister, and it, it puts her down this path. Of needing to find the truth, Mm -hmm. if this is her sister, I gotta save her. I gotta find her. She goes to the uh, what she thinks is the producer's house, but it's really the uh, the set, right? The set of the sequel. Well, it's his house. Is it it his house? His house.
2: I mean, these were B movies, so they probably shot like in his house. Yeah.
0: So the the original movie was called "Don't Go Into the Church." Mm -hmm. Don't go into the church. Mm -hmm. And there's a sequel being shot. She shows up. Everything's really fucking weird. She uh, she figures out that she can she's gonna get made up basically because they think she's an actress. Wow, you're
2: skipping right to the end of the movie?
0: What am I missing? <laughs> well, she goes to the guy's house, but like, and the guy's and, like and,
2: everything in between, like the mental unraveling. Well, of,
0: yeah, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to like piece together like where we're at in the story. That's all. Okay. That's well, all. yeah,
2: yeah. I'm, I I I think that I I think the most important part of the movie is her slowly. Unraveling,
0: but you need to know what's happening to understand why she's unraveling. I guess that's where I was trying to get at.
2: Um, yeah, I. That's all. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair, but um, I f- I feel like okay. This movie is. We haven't I, done
0: this for two weeks. I feel out of practice. This movie is. I don't. <laughs> I don't
2: feel like we need to outline the entire movie. It this this movie's more like one of those movies where you like let's spend some time unpacking a sure. little bit sure. because um, there's an obvious uh conflict in her in her head with what's going on in her actual life and what her like what her career is built around. Sure. You know what I mean? Which Um,
0: weird career to have if you've had that kind of trauma in your life.
2: Well, it's almost like she I guess I guess here's the question. Here's what you gotta get down to. Because for some reason in her adult life she feels like uh it's it's her station in life to like protect people from seeing things that would cause them shock and harm right
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: although her her past is filled with possibly something that i mean like her her sister disappeared quote unquote and you never really get a straight answer as to whether she's directly responsible for her sister's disappearance. It's suggested in the film, like when she sees this film, "Don't go in the church." It's it's two girls standing outside of this church in the woods, and the one sister who is who she kind of like assigns uh, like herself as the character, right? Mm-hmm. Says to her sister, "Just go in there and like." Uh, what does she say? She says, summon my shadow or something. Something like that. Summon yeah. my shadow. And that's an interesting way of putting that because that was, Aaron and I said the whole time, it's like this girl has a split personality almost. Like Aaron even brought up that when she was going through her, her old diary, you look at one page and it's like neat, small handwriting. And then the other page, is like, the other page is like of, yeah. big, like blocky, uh, totally different colored handwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so we kept we kept going like, there's definitely something to this girl, and then something that she kept doing like she would get into a situation where she would get really frazzled, and then she would i i'm I can't describe this like you you can't see it. I will show it to you, but she does this with her shoulders, she'll pull her shoulders back and she goes like this to her shirt sleeves uh-huh. and it's almost like she's resetting herself back into like Enid the sensor. Okay. Like she'll get frazzled and she'll like be But
0: she's mentally resetting herself. Even it's like she doesn't She's exactly. really realize that she's She's doing.
2: mentally like centering herself back and she does it every time and the the most blatantly obvious time is after uh um Doug Smart meets his demise. Yeah. Uh but she does it like 3 or 4 times earlier in the movie when you like when you're you're just kind of like, "Oh, that's kind of a weird thing that she's doing," but then Doug Smart falls down on his award, you know? And yeah, then she's is, she's flipping out. She's crying. She's sobbing. Like she's got blood all over. Her and then all of a sudden, she just gets really quiet. Pulls her shoulders back and does this with her sleeves. Yeah. And it's like she's mentally recentering herself. And she, that's,
0: pull, she pulls like her her dress or whatever it is like up on the shoulders. Like yeah. Sure. Yeah. Up on her shoulders.
2: Like yeah. Almost like she's straightening her outfit yeah. back out. And it, I it,
0: thought that uh, Doug's death, it was a bit distracting to me. And I and I know I'm nitpicking. Like this is See, this is such a nitpick, and I and I completely get it. That statue that he fell back onto though would not have pierced the back of his head the way that it did at all.
2: Aaron said the exact same it, it thing. It just wouldn't have. Aaron said the exact same thing, and I said that was completely intentional because this is a movie about the video nasty era. Like no, no, no. the I, most these these are I the the most outrageous deaths that you could possibly think of in film. And the fact that he died in a way like that, it was it was meant to sort of show the uh, sort of show the
0: like he died the same way.
2: Well, it it was kind of meant to show like the almost the hilarity of people freaking out over the things that they were seeing him film back then because it was so outlandish.
0: Yeah, no, I I compl- I do completely understand that I do. I just feel like it wasn't even in this movie, it wasn't really shot the best maybe that was intentional because like like, like his head moves separately than the award does that's supposed it's very clearly on the other side of his face right and it's a camera trick it's very very clearly that oh no oh yeah it was no 100 he's moving his head and the 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 award that's supposedly going through the back of his head the award is staying stationary and his head's moving back and forth you can tell that it was like a i'll have to watch it i'll have
2: to watch it again but i'll say this First of all, I thought it was just like half a statue that he was holding in his mouth. But if you're right about guess if you're right too, about but... the way that they shot it, again, I would say that was probably completely intentional. Yeah, because it was supposed to it was supposed to kind of um, mirror the images that you would have seen in video nasty movies, which in Britain they were freaked out about these these images. It uh, tainting the youth and like making people turn into psychotic killers, even though when you watch them on screen you're like, oh, that's fucking it's obviously fake and and just completely ridiculous looking.
0: Yeah, it goes to show too though that the effects of the past mm-hmm. they don't work nowadays. Mm. Like at least not like they did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah and that, that kind of goes to show it because if that's if that was the intention, it just came off to me as distracting. Whereas if I watched that in a movie from the 80s, I would not have thought a single thing of it, and it's weird how time can do that. I, I guess it's, right.
2: I guess it depends on the movie, though.
0: Yeah, and the, like the, the, the
2: really the shitty B movies. Probably sure. most of the movies that were part of the the video nasty era era. Yeah, but I mean, I know that there were a lot of like mainstream movies. That-
0: but this one wasn't. That's the difference. Like they're trying to recreate those types of effects in a movie that is a bit out of place, right? Because it's it's a movie made about the video nasties made in 2020 mm-hmm. or whatever it was. They filmed mm-hmm. it. But like it just it feels out of place even though it's the same type of stuff. It just there's just something about it being outside of that era that doesn't make it work as well, is all I'm saying. Okay.
2: That's it. And I'm I'm saying that it that might be intentional.
0: I don't think it was. I like, don't personally think that it was okay
2: agree to disagree for now I I'm I here's the thing about this movie I feel like I need to watch it again I, think I feel was, like there's stuff that I didn't pick up on in my first viewing
0: maybe I feel like that for just real quick to, to finish out on that scene yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like that you might be right in that it was intentional to look a certain way mm-hmm. but I feel like the way that it came off was not in a way that was intentional does mm-hmm. that make sense mm yeah, that's all. Yeah, I that, that, what that's that's kind of where I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: so getting getting back to like the whole idea of like maybe a like a split personality or or like uh, just like her dissociating, uh, they do they do with like they do this thing with the sound throughout the entire movie where you're you, she's she's hearing she's hearing like the cries of children or even Mm -hmm. the growl of like the beast man that she sees in the, in the first scene. Like, I think it's from the opening. Yeah. The opening scene. Like she's hearing that the whole time. And then when she watches, don't go in the church, she's watching this scene play out where it suggests that she killed her sister. Right. She went in and chopped her sister up with an ax. And then she's like looking at the door of the, the church and at the very last split second, her her uh, the image of the girl standing there with the axe is replaced by the beast man. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing that oh, that was actually this, probably the scene where Aaron's like, okay, so she's got a split personality, right? She's like dire- directly responsible for the the death of her sister.
0: I got something completely different out of this movie. Would you? I g- want you to continue, but I'm just like I just want you to know, like what Aaron was picking up and what you're picking up. Yeah, I could not have been in a further left field from you guys.
2: And that's kind of where we like we both thought because because then uh, later on in the movie, there's a guy who kills his wife and eats part of her face and mm-hmm. kills his two children and and he he says. Or they call him the amnesiac killer because he can't remember anything. Like he completely blacked out during it, right? And uh, they start to say that they start to say that he was inspired by this movie, Deranged, mm-hmm. which was supposed to be censored by Enid and her coworkers. Correct. And they there is it, a real movie they, from
0: the seventies, by the way, called Deranged. Is it? I don't know if it's the same movie or not. Maybe, but there is one called that.
2: And they say that he was inspired by the killer in the Deranged movie. That's and that's what they would, because that's, that's
0: what they would say right off the bat.
2: That's what kind of sets her off to begin with is she she goes into a tailspin cuz she can't believe that she would let something so filthy get yeah. ba- get past her eagle eye, you know, and like and 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 now like she's directly responsible for for somebody uh doing something terrible mm-hmm. in in real life. And uh
0: like how dare you leave this in the movie? It made this guy do this. Right. Right. It's on her shoulders.
2: Which is which is what the whole video nasty movement was all about. It's mm-hmm. like they were worried that people were gonna see this terrible stuff on screen and they were gonna go out and recreate it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Which is silly because you don't just
0: Not Everyone knows British people don't kill people. Come on now. You don't just
2: watch a movie and then go out and kill somebody just for fun. It's like you're obviously you gotta be dealing with some pretty mental f- health you be pretty issues. Fucked first. Up yourself. Yeah. Um, so uh uh I forgot where I was going with that.
0: Well, I know that uh, you're you're talking about the um like or or I was I was talking about how I got something completely different out of this. Mm. Like you you guys were all about the split personality thing right off the bat, right? Mm -hmm. I was not like I was. So her parents are a big part of this movie. Like I said earlier, they presented with a death certificate. She doesn't like it. She goes to her parents after seeing. this film where she thinks her sister's in it, right? Yeah. And her parents just completely blow it off. Even at dinner, there's a part of the movie where it's like, it basically goes from like, we decided that your sister is dead. I hear the fish is really lovely here Mm -hmm. because they're at a restaurant. Like, they go from one thing to the next really quickly, and then whenever Mm -hmm. she brings up something about her sister, the parents are very quick to just brush it off, right? Yeah. So my impression from this was, oh, maybe this is just my mainstream Mentality, but like, oh, well, the parents are in on it. The parents sold their daughter. The parents had something to do with the disappearance of their daughter, right? Maybe the parents are the killers. Maybe this, like, I was, I was fixated a bit on the actual parents themselves, mm. and I, and I thought for sure though that the girl that she saw really was her sister. Like, I, I really did. I believed that it was because I felt like the real story here was not about the sister; it was about other people in her lives, and that was going to be the big twist, mm-hmm. right? And that's kind of why, like, what my thought what process was before with, like, movies like 8mm or whatever. Yeah. It's this big, long, drawn-out process, but it's filled with, like, thrills and suspense and, you know, it was this person. No, it was this person. It was this. Like, that's what I was expecting. Like, right. The, the rabbit hole of trying to unravel this mystery. Yeah. Um, we didn't really get that in this movie. This movie was very... I actually have a note on here that says this movie is very quiet for what it is. Like, it's a yeah. very, very low-key, quiet movie. hmm for the subject matter that it's tackling. Yeah. Um, and so like I said, I thought that the parents definitely had something to do with it. And it wasn't until the very end I was like, oh, okay. So it's it's all in her head. Like like everything that she has thought, she's she's been just mentally fucked up by this entire ordeal since she was a kid. Yeah. And and here it is finally manifesting itself into this. And I, the parents even say at one point in time that this isn't the first time that she's done this.
2: Right. Like she's gotten fixated on other. It even it even sounded like she's gotten fixated on other actresses before in other movies. Yeah,
0: they don't really explain that, but yeah, yeah they they, they do say it oh, yeah, every time you is. do
2: this, every time you do this, we you know we have to convince you but that But this blah, time blah, blah, blah. she went off the deep end. Right. Um. And there's like I was thinking about it, and I, I I kept going back and forth. I was like, did she kill her sister? Did she not kill her sister? Did was she with her sister, and her sister was abducted? And then I finally came to the conclusion that it doesn't matter.
0: No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. She like, went to the church, and it's, no one knows what happened after
2: that. It's perfectly possible that she actually killed her sister. But it, it, that that particular detail of the did story do doesn't matter.
0: A, but did she do it with the axe? Do you think? Because they do mirror that later on in the movie.
2: I ju- I just don't like the death of her sister is almost is almost secondary to what it's kind of like it's just she's just so she's so uh she feels so guilty about the disappearance of her sister that it is it it's making her completely lose grip on reality. Sure. Um her pa- and her 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 parents I feel like if her parents well first of all they would have found the body if she was if she actually killed her in the church, right? True. Like they would have searched everywhere, mm-hmm. and that was that was within walking distance of their home, presumably. Mm-hmm. So, unless she was an expert at hiding a body when she was like like nine years old, I would say they probably would have found her body. So, I want to lean toward, no, she didn't actually kill her sister. I think it's just that she's so grief-stricken about the disappearance of her sister that she feels responsible. Well, she feels responsible like,
0: for it because her parents probably held her responsible. You were well, supposed there was to be that watching fuck, your sister. You were supposed to be doing this There was that.
2: that there was that one scene which, uh, it was like the only jump scare in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, which did actually give me a little bit of a start. But the scarier thing was... So she has a dream where her mom is standing in a room facing away from her. And you know how I feel about people turning their back to you in a dream. Scares the shit out of me. But then like the one jump scare of the whole movie is all of a sudden the mom is like turned around. She goes, it's
1: your fault. Yeah,
2: I think that I think that they never really they never really give a, a reason unless hold on. Unless there is some hidden clue in the movie, and the only thing that I could find in the entire movie that I thought might be a hidden clue is when she's walking through one of the tunnels, uh, you, you, like she's always walking through those like foot, yeah, f- like yeah, the yeah. foot traffic tunnels mm-hmm. under the uh, like overpasses or whatever. There's that weird scene where she hears a, a girl giggling, and then she walks down that dark tunnel, and then it suddenly cuts to a, a different scene. The only thing that I could think of that might be a clue was right before she turns left to go down that tunnel, if you look at the graffiti right above her, I'm pretty certain that it says Envy Kills. Okay. I know that's a stretch. I know it's a reach. But I'm I'm like, maybe she was just very envious of her little sister. You know,
0: maybe. I mean, I guess I could see that. And, it wouldn't and she be,
2: and she decided to take her out.
0: It wouldn't be very um in your face if that was the case. It'd be like a kind of. Oh no, thing. that's like why I like to a... see it.
2: Well, this was one of those movies where I was really, I was really paying attention to other stuff that was going on around in in the scenes because I was like, there's there's so much like there's so much mentally going on with Enid that yeah, there's got to be other like when I saw her diary and Aaron pointed out, oh, it's two different styles of handwriting like. She's got some shit going on, you know, like I, so I started looking around all the scenes and they focused pretty heavily on, on her standing in that tunnel for like probably a minute and a half. And you see right above her envy kills. I Mm -hmm. think it says envy kills. And I was like, that seems like a, it seems like a weird thing to just have sitting right there in the top of the screen. If, if it's not something. Yeah. But I, I might also be yeah no I agree. This with is kind of what I do too. Is I assign too much meaning to to things. Um, so getting away from that, I don't want to put any. I don't want to put any like major emphasis on that because it it could be completely, uh, nothing at all. Yeah. But uh, let's let's get toward let's get toward the like toward the end of the movie when she heads out to the set of the of the film.
0: Yeah, so she so she thinks she's tracking down her sister on a set. She tracks down uh what's his fuck? Uh, uh Frederick uh, North Frederick North. So she tracks down Frederick North, who is the director of these films, and she basically like drives on to set, not knowing what to find. They think that she's an actress. So the makeup chick comes out of the the trailer that she's in and she's like talking to her, like, ah, oh, you look you look weird. Whatever she says to her, she's like, "Come on inside. We're going to do your makeup."
2: Well, and the th- they think she—they think she's an act- actress. And the problem with this set of circumstances is that it's feeding into her paranoia. Oh yeah, because it's almost like like everything, like everything that the makeup artist says and everything that the director says, kind of makes it seem like, oh, we knew you were coming. Like you were meant to be here. Sure. And and it's almost like it's almost like the way she's hearing it. It's like her the
0: psychosis way, talking to the, her. Almost. Yeah,
2: the way she's hearing it, because it it, it <gasps> like in reality, it's just the the makeup artist walks up to her and she's like, "Oh, you look weird." Like, yep. yeah, I I'm supposed to do your makeup. We've been expecting you, but to her, it's like we've been expecting you.
0: Yeah, kind of. It's very culty. Almost, yeah, like it's like, like that. Yeah, it's like weird. We
2: know why you're here, and and so she thinks. That it's meant to be. Like she's there to save her little sister. Mm-hmm. So she's just absolutely lost touch with touch with reality at this point in time. Yeah. And uh so she gets all made up. She walks out into the middle of the woods where she finds this cat with a fucking with one of those. One of the one of what? Your little yeah. uh your little handheld camera that you have, your old school 35 millimeter.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, super
2: eight. Super eight, super yeah. eight. And he he's he's standing eight there and millimeter. he's like, sorry, eight millimeter, sorry. And he's uh he's he's saying some really like, sort of ominous things to her, like, oh, you brought all you brought this with you, and I need you to, I need well, you. That's to, Frederick North, right? Yeah, you brought all this with you, and I need you to really open up and like bring. Bring all of those emotions into this scene. He's being a douchey,
0: shitty director, basically. He's being
2: a douchey, shitty director, but in her mind, it's like, it's just feeding into her psychosis even more. Yeah. Making her think like, okay, this is the final battle. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. I'm here. My sister's here. The man who took her, because now she's got this idea that the beast man is the guy who... And then there was, so he, when she walks up into the cabin, the Beast Man comes and hugs her.
0: The Beast Man is a character from another one of, uh, Frederick, uh, uh, uh North, uh, Frederick North movies, basically. But that was, so a, this was like, this was like a sequel to like all of his movies, I guess, or something. It was weird. Well, it was just the just characters the, from all of his different movies. Oh,
2: cause there was a Beast Man movie. Yeah. But then there was the, he was also in Don't Go in the Church.
0: Oh, oh, oh was he also in that first one?
2: well he, he, he there was that quick flash of him okay in the so they're all connected then okay unless she was just seeing shit i don't know okay. but uh he walks up to her and he he embraces her and they're not even shooting at this point in time mm-hmm. right he just walks up to her and he says he says uh, what does he say like uh like you are a part of me or i'm a part of you something like that yeah something weird so another thing where we're like oh like is this is the is the beast like the other side of so it's not I think I think by the end of the movie both of us were like she's not she doesn't actually have dual personality she's just completely uh, nuts she's just completely nuts. she's lost in her own head but it's they basically what it is. but they do have there's a heavy suggestion early in the movie that she's got um, multiple personalities uh-huh. so when he walks up to her and he's like I'm a part of you blah 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 <laughs> and it's like oh okay but then she Ends up hacking him to bits, mm-hmm. and <laughs> that's a it's 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 a weird scene. It kind of reminds me of uh, um, what was the what was the Nosferatu movie with Willem Dafoe?
0: Oh, Shadow of the Vampire. Shadow of the Vampire.
2: Yeah. Like the camera's still rolling, and you're like, "Why is the camera still rolling?" Because she just murdered this dude. Yeah. On, oh yeah. On camera.
0: Well, <laughs> oh, the thing is that the, the cameraman and whoever else was on set, they all started puking because they realized, "Oh my god, you just killed this." After character.
2: they got the shot, though. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. So it's funny like, though,
0: because Frederick North was talking to her beforehand and being all weird about this, and then she goes into this other scene, and then Frederick North comes in and he's like a normal director guy. He's like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, yeah. it's like, like oh, you're getting these two different versions of all these different people based on either the reality of who who they are or how the reality of everything. how she is seeing right. everything yeah um like he just walks in and he's like why'd you kill charles <laughs> yeah i i think my favorite part of the movie because after this she basically kidnaps the girl that she thinks is her sister she kidnaps her off the set well she, ch-
2: she chases her down in the woods and mm-hmm. then that girl ends up like running off into yeah. the woods and this is this is like i didn't pick up on this at first Like when she, so she's laying there going, please, please be her. Please be her. Like, cause the girl goes, I'm not your sister. Like you're crazy. You're a crazy bitch. Like I'm not your sister. And she's laying there going, please be, please be her. Please be her. That's
0: when I realized, okay, so nobody else is in on it. She's just a fucking lunatic. She's just a lunatic. She's a lunatic. Like that's when I realized that's the, the reality of what was going on.
2: She pulls out the little like pocket, uh, what do you call that thing? Like a little screen, like the little, uh, she pulls out a little, it's like a little portable TV.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: And she presses play. And then all of a sudden it, it goes into this like weird montage of like, Oh, all of a sudden everything's dreamy and there's rainbows in the sky. And
0: it was, her- it was exactly the fucking black hole sun video from Soundgarden. <laughs> Everybody true, had yeah. this gigantic, like, like the whole end of the movie was like this. Everybody had gigantic smiles on their faces and it was very like larger than life and very bright and rainbows and blue skies, like
2: so my my idea of how this movie ended was uh different from how Aaron's idea of it okay. was. And she's a hundred percent right. I just didn't catch it because I'm an idiot. But um like I thought she just like, oh, she I don't I didn't think she actually pulled that thing out of her pocket like I just like that was all part of her all part of her psychosis sure, sure. like she was just like oh she pulled out this thing and like now suddenly she's watching this vision come true I literally thought she was just like laying there in the woods just like crazy as shit right Could be But then Aaron goes it's really interesting like how you see at the end of the movie uh like everything is everything is so idyllic like um she's driving home and she's smiling and she's with her sister like her sister came out of the woods and they ran hand in hand back to the car and they're mm-hmm. driving back into town and uh, she's living her delusion basically right and yeah. you on the on the radio like you hear the guy go uh, uh, crime is down in Britain by 100% and we finally at, like once we got rid of the video nasties like yep. Like, like everything was right in the world, just like we said it would be. And she's so blissful because she's like, "I did my job.
0: I found my sister. I found found my my, my job. I found my uh... sister.
2: I made sure that nobody saw any of this demented shit. And now there's no more crime. And they said all of the bad guys are in jail. Mm -hmm. And they keep doing this little blip, where like just for a split second, like her sister's looking out the window." Smiling, but they'll do like a little blip, and you it's see like her one, screaming, like one or two frames, basically, yeah. yeah. And then they get to her neighborhood, and there's a huge rainbow going across the sky, and they're running up to her parents, and she's like, "Look who I brought! I brought our! I brought my sister back! Your daughter!" And they go, and the the scene is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they cut to like the sister running up to the parents, and then blip, horrified look on her face, and then like. The parents smiling and then blip. The dad is like, "Look, what the fuck like are you looking, doing? Like, what yep. the fuck's going on?" And then the mom with this like terrible look on her face. I thought all like so. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get exactly what was happening. Admittedly, like I just thought this was all in her head. Mm-hmm. Like I thought. Most of it was. She's just having this vision of, like, everything being completely blissful. I just thought she was still laying there in the woods, right? And then Aaron's like, it's pretty fucking creepy when you think about, like, she probably, like, chased the girl down and kidnapped her. Yeah. And what you're seeing is she's thinking that she's driving back home in, in complete bliss and everything's right in the world, but then they cut to a split second of you see the girl screaming in the car yep. and then she probably took her home to take her to the parents and then it's like this joyous reunion but all of a sudden you see a split second of the mother with this terrified look on her face
0: and the girls just like help me
2: it's like, so fucking creepy, oh yeah dude. oh
0: yeah it's so creepy and then well i'm harking back to when they said in, in the beginning of the movie it's like this isn't the first time we've done this mm-hmm. you know, so it's like I don't know if she's gone off that deep end as crazy, but maybe like just like, oh, I saw her here. I saw her here. Right. Like Parents are trying to get away from that. I, it, It's it's a weird catch-22 because on one hand, it's like they never found a body, and the parents are just giving up on her, right? And that's what drives uh, Enid crazy. Yeah. That being said, I kind of understand it from the parents' point of view, too, because it's like we have to do something to move on. Yeah. Simple as that.
2: Well, after what, like 20, what was it, Twenty. 20- 23 some, years yeah, or something, some, like, some, that. something yeah, like, like that. It, yeah, like it yeah, it's time to it, it like they they saw getting her death certificate as as closure. Mm-hmm. Like we need to just sort of move on with our lives at this yeah. point. Like it, let's just let's just Whereas face the cannot. facts that And it's because once like she,
0: she hears that it sends her into a spiral yeah, almost, yeah.
2: And it's cuz she felt so guilty uh like she felt guilty, she felt responsible for the disappearance of her sister. But I, like the visions of her killing her sister, I don't necessarily think that the, that's reality. No, I, I think I think it's more so like she just feels so guilty that she, she was the last person to see her sister alive. That in a way, she feels
0: yeah. It's like whenever she thinks like of her sister, killed her. whenever she thinks of her sister, it's like oh god, I killed her. Not maybe not physically. But I lost her in the woods, or I let her into somewhere where she got taken, or whatever. Like, but, I'm responsible for
2: it. But at the same time, Enid loses loses chunks of time throughout the, the movie. So maybe she did do it. And she and she did. She she was really curious as to because there was the amnesiac killer, and she goes, "Why do you think he doesn't remember? Like what what is it? Do you think that and Enid she, is she'll the be amnesiac killer? I don't think, no, I don't no? think she's the okay. amnesia killer. I think that that guy actually, that happened, but she's so, she's curious about that because that kind of that kind of keeps happening to her. Because throughout the movie, I, I looked at Aaron, I was like, so are they doing that because it's supposed to just be a quick cut transition or do you think she's actually losing time? And she goes, oh, she's definitely losing time. Like she'll be walking through one of those uh, foot traffic mm-hmm. tunnels and then all of a sudden you're seeing a shot right from behind. And then it goes from inside the tunnel to standing outside of Frederick North, not Frederick North, uh, Doug Smart's house. Yeah. And I was like, well, it could just be, you know, they're suggesting a passage passage of time and like she's been walking for a while, which it could be. They never fully describe it or they never fully explain it. It could be just they're sort of showing you a cut that suggests a passage of time or it could be that she's literally losing time. Blacking out, and I could see and, it that way, and and losing time, and I, I think that you can kind of like you can kind of go one way or the other.
0: Yeah, I no, I agree with you.
2: I choose to believe that she was losing time.
0: So, so how do you? So, just to to wrap up here, because we're getting to the end of the show here. Like, what do you think happened?
2: I think so. Start to finish, I think that I don't think that she killed her sister. Mm-hmm. I think that she. I think that her sister was probably abducted or something. She feels terribly responsible for it. Probably even felt some resent, resentment from her parents. Um, And then I think that once her parents gave her the death certificate, it started to make her unravel. And then she's, she's, she just started uh, like pareidolia, you know? Paradalia, like where you you look at something like i look at your door the wood grain of your door and i see a face sure sure i think that like the the guilt in her mind started to make her see patterns in in real life that weren't necessarily there Mm -hmm. but it's just how her mind decided to cope with what had actually happened and it slowly drove her mad
0: yeah i i think that's pretty much where i'm at too i i think that uh she definitely. I don't think she killed her sister. I think that no. she feels responsible because maybe she was responsible. She led her to a place where her sister disappeared, mm-hmm. so that's where the guilt comes from. Right. But I think that that manifests itself into a way where she thinks that she physically killed her sister right. by by doing what she did. Right. And um. And so, yeah, I think we're like I think we're
2: basically a... she's convinced herself. Well, well, I may as well have met ma- murdered her. Right.
0: Yes. And then there's also there's also this point where like the we talked about this in the beginning. There's a video that she was responsible for editing. Mm -hmm. And there's this court case about that killer, the amnesia killer. And then it comes out at the very end that the amnesia killer had never even seen never even seen it. Never even seen it. Right. So it's like it's it's this weird nothing is what you really think it is kind of thing, you know?
2: But at the same time at the same time, and this is one of the other things that Aaron brought up, it was sort of a self fulfilling prophecy in a way. Because at the at, at the end of the movie, she had been driven mad and driven to done d- driven to do horrible things because of all the shit that she had seen.
0: Oh yeah, that's definitely what it's about. She was definitely influenced by the shit that she had seen, and it's ironic because here she is responsible for keeping this out of people's lives, and then she's here doing it.
2: Well, and then here we are in twenty twenty one, completely aware of the fact that. The video nasties craze, the hysteria was just that—it was hysteria. Sure, like movies don't drive free like for p- madness. Yeah, <laughs> movies don't drive people to do terrible things. Uh, people are just mentally ill, and Ter- then terrible you know...
0: things drive people to make movies. <laughs>
2: That's fair. But she was she was literally driven to do terrible things yeah. because of the movies that she yeah. had seen.
0: Yeah, every, everything just compounded her yeah. into a point where she snapped mentally. Right is basically what it was. Right. Um yeah, so I I liked this movie. I did too. I liked it. I I still don't know that it's it's one that I'm going to go back and ever rewatch. And I don't know that I would recommend it to a a lot of people unless I knew this was like right up the rally. I just um I, I wanted this movie to be something something else that it wasn't. And I'm kind of hung up on that a little bit. And I realize that's only my perspective of it. Yeah. But I'm a little bit hung up on it because I was let down by what my expectations were.
2: I feel I feel differently only because I had zero expectations. Mm -hmm. I had heard that people liked this movie, but I had no idea why they liked this movie. I really had I like I sent you the trailer to watch because I was suggesting movies for this week. Mm -hmm. I didn't watch the trailer. Okay. I personally didn't watch the trailer. Okay. So I had no I didn't know at all what I was getting into. Um and I liked the movie. I would suggest it especially to people who like to watch movies where there's this much to unpack. Sure. Um and also uh I want I want people who are smarter than me to watch this movie and then and then maybe fill in some blanks for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: I don't know if there's that much more to unpack though. I'm pretty sure we covered most of it. You think so? Yeah, I do. I don't think there, I I think this movie definitely um is intentional to unpack it. Yeah. I don't know that there's 17 layers to unpack though. I don't I just don't.
2: I don't I I don't know whether to agree with you or not. I think uh, there's
0: one main thing. And there's a couple other things that you might be able to get some stuff out of, but that's about it.
2: I I feel like I feel like uh, I so I didn't I didn't usually if we have a movie like this or that's really heady I will you know go f- find other people's opinions and sure. kind of see sure. what they have to say. I didn't have time to do that tonight. Okay, so I'm gonna go and figure out what other people have to say about it, and I might rewatch it too because I I feel like. I feel like there's some stuff that I wanted to focus in on that I didn't have time to because I was too busy, you know, like waiting for the next scene, waiting for what was going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. But I liked it. Uh, I suggest it. And uh, maybe wait until it's not nine dollars to rent <laughs> yeah it's a bit expensive it's
0: still it's kind of it's it's steep it's brand it's still new. in theaters though it's on the independent circuit yeah so that's why oh, you yeah. spend more it was like 6.99 i think it was like seven bucks Oh, okay it. so i would
2: i would say go watch it in theaters if you can
0: yeah sure if, if you can find a theater that's playing it yeah
2: if you can have the experience of, you know sitting in a the theater eating some popcorn mm-hmm. get at it anyway yeah that's it uh that's, uh, that's it that's for this it. week uh next week we'll bring you another round of the slayoffs Mm-hmm and movies we don't know what we're watching yet yep, so be,
0: it's gonna be one movie probably from here on out for the next six weeks right simply because we're doing the slayoff, and that takes up uh, a good chunk of time because yeah, look at we're, we're already we're, at two hours so.
2: we're at we're at our average time right now and we've yeah. only talked about one movie so. Yeah, so uh yeah we'll hit you next week with some more slayoffs another movie if you have any suggestions, let us know. Mm-hmm. And uh we'll see you next week. If you want to find us on uh social media before then, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed kill Podcast.
0: You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzz to p c We're on all major streaming sites and where uh, wherever you get your podcasts. So uh tell a friend. And uh hey, if you think that they're into this, then uh tell them to listen.
2: Leave us five stars and tell your church going granny to Hit up the Buzzkill podcast because
0: we know she'll
2: love it. All right. Till next week. And we'll love her. Oh, God. Will we ever? I love a good granny. (laughs) Till next week. Cheers. Cheers, bud.